podcast straight from Gem Studios. <laughs> Driving past your wifey, she could chills. All because I fucking kept it real. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, it's your boy Ray. You know what I'm saying? We back again, Ray Ray's podcast straight from Gem Studios. You know where we always at. Um, man, uh, before I introduce myself and the other Rays, I gotta say a couple things real quick. Um, first off, I want to dedicate this episode to a good friend of mine that passed away. His name is Colton. Um, today would have been his birthday, so mm. happy birthday, Colton. You know what I'm saying? You still with me in spirit, so, you know, mm. I'm uh, about to... Blow it up, blow it up. This for you right here real quick one time, all right? Yeah, rest in power, brother. So, um, I got a little little small little announcement. It's just a little something, something, something. Um, you know, we've been working on some things behind the scenes here, but uh, I'm able to announce here in the next, like, couple of weeks, we're about to go live uh, through Sling. Uh, it's going to be called Sling Cameras. All right, you'll be able to stream us on video. Um, we have video format for y'all for the podcast coming up in the next couple of weeks. So that's something you know I'm able to announce for y'all. So y'all been asking for the video, man. Came through. That's news to me, man. That's good. And I, you know, that's like I have a little news for you, real quick. You know what I'm saying? So you know, yeah, we're gonna have some uh, cameras and stuff here in the in the studio here in the next couple of weeks. So it's about to it's about it's about to be dope. It's about to go down on this bad boy. All right. Um. Again, to all the different nations and countries that are listening to us, found out we got new listeners in Morocco. Um, Netherlands. Netherlands, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So shout out to all the fans also in the UK, Ireland, Germany, Canada. Canada. Uh, I'm probably forgetting some people that I'd shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I love you. We, we see y'all rocking with us, so we appreciate that. Thank you for showing us love. Um, Amanda Ray couldn't be with us today, but, but today, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's me. Ray, you know what I'm saying, aka mm. Entanglement Ray. Mm. Um, I'm gonna tell you some news about that later on. Mm. Then also, who else we got with us here? We got Swipe Left Ray, TikTok Ray, <laughs> uh, Big D, Big D Wagyu, Big D Wagyu Ray. <laughs> oh my God! If y'all don't know that reference, you gotta go back and listen to the other episodes. You will fucking laugh your fucking ass off about this story. All right, yeah. man, I got. We got a special guest, but before I get to that, also we got another special, you know, homie. You know, he'll be he gonna be checking in with us. We got the big homie tight, twelve oh five. You know, show that bad boy some love. You know, I'll we done dropped some music of his on the show uh, the past few weeks, so he's coming in. You know, what I'm saying, rocking with your boy. But uh, today, today's guest we got. You know, what I'm saying, you know, you know, you, you ever heard the term? You know, we cruising. You know, what I'm saying, you know. <laughs> Well, today we got we got a little, a little Dallas icon up in the building, you know what I'm saying? A little Dallas royalty. And show your love for the man Jay Cruz from 97 to 9 to beat Rockin' with Ray Ray's podcast today. What's up? We cruising. Yeah. What up? What up? Man. What's going on, y'all? Man. Oh, shit. Double round of applause. Double, Double round of applause for this man. Today, bro. <laughs> we cruising again then. We cruising. <laughs> So what's up? Thank you for coming, showing us love on the show. No, absolutely, absolutely. Super impressed with the setup. I love the, the the sound effects, the organization. Like I came in, you gave me the breakdown. It's so professional. I'm so I'm so taken away by it. I feel like I'm at work. I'm like, what? <laughs> like is this my show or somebody else's show? So I'm I'm duly impressed, man. Yeah. That really means a lot. We really do appreciate that, man. You you coming from the radio station? That really means a lot. Absolutely, so, man. I, really uh, I would. Uh, trust me, I wouldn't say that if it wasn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> if it was just like really bad and unorganized, I'd keep it to myself, but I'd be over here. He'd like, be mumbling like, these niggas right here. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. It's like, you about to, you about to lose yep. your job. Absolutely. Man. You about to lose your job. Get me. And, and, uh, but, but uh, yeah, he I'm made. about to take that. I'm going to start using that on my show. <laughs> I am. I was like, man, because I remember playing, I played the whole song. You know, you're, if you've heard like yeah, the remix yeah. version of it. Yeah. 
But no, that's fun. That's fun. That's fun. Um, see, last time I think I saw you was like right before quarantine. I want to say it was Play's birthday party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At, a, yeah. at his party. That's literally like a day. Yeah, that was it, that was one of the last events I decided to go to when it first hit. Because it was announced. And, you know, <clears throat> I remember Play hit me. I hit him up that weekend or whatever. And he was like, man, fuck that. We like to cuss, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> fuck that. We going through with it. We're, we're still having this, this event, you know? Yeah. And I, I heard it from, who was it? Frank from Kicks 101 said something to me about it. And I hit a, I hit a play like, yo, bro. Like, I ain't get an invite. He was like, yeah, dude, I do. You know, he, I texted you. I was like, whatever. But um, I decided to go. And I didn't catch anything, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I remember being there and not dapping nobody up. <laughs> I gave everybody the elbow. And Castle's looking at me funny. I'm like, yo, man, this is the beginning yeah, of real, something. Bro. Y'all playing games. Yeah. And, you know, and here, we, here we are B. now. Yeah. Infamous Cardi B, like Absolutely. that shit is real, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Coronavirus, Coronavirus. Yeah, uh, matter of fact, play. You know, shout to play. You know, what I'm saying the big homie. He was yeah, on here a couple weeks ago. Homie. Y'all, yeah, heard. it looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. talking about you know that party and about like how he almost canceled all that shit. So, y'all, if y'all haven't heard that, go back and listen to that shit. You know, what I'm saying it's gonna be, you know, Ray Ray's podcast. You know, Anchor FM slash Ray Ray's. You know, whatever streaming service you know meets your. Fancy, you know, fancies your pickle. What, what's the, what's the saying? I'm trying to say. Fancies your pickle. I think. I, I guess think you got it. I think you tickle got your it. pickle. Whatever you tickle look. your pickle. Maybe tickle something. Your pickle, like that. I don't know. Just, whatever. Fancy. Going, I mean, I, I feel you. I feel <laughs> you. Know, right? <laughs> that would hug him up. <laughs> I'm fucking tongue tied like a bitch. So never. Like, I be, I be, I be. <laughs> what's the pickle saying? <laughs> He's gonna ask uh, Google. Here's a summary from EC English. If you are in a pickle, you are in a difficult position, or have a problem to which that's no not what I asked answer. you. Hey, I was in a pickle there for a second, so I guess I'm yeah, you were in a pickle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna pay some bills real quick. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna come back, get to know Drew, uh, Jay Cruz here, um, and we, we you know ask you a bunch of random questions and uh, make it do what it do. All right, so let's pay these bills. We'll be right back. All right. Hi, this is Ray. And Ray. And Amanda Ray. You know, we represent Ray Ray's podcast, uh, always from Gym Studios, but we'd like to take a moment to tell you about Davis Street Mercantile. Yeah, they're located right in the heart of Bishop Arts, just outside of downtown Dallas. But they have a real small time filled with an amazing staff. You can find anything from essential needs, home goods, novelties, balloon arrangements, and so much more. You should check out their Instagram page at Davis Street Mercantile and see all the amazing products and work that they do. Also, go visit their website, davisstreetmercantile.com and once you do you can tell them Ray and Ray and Amanda Ray for Ray Ray's podcast sit you their way back here on Ray Ray's yeah. podcast you know we had to you know pay, some, pay a little bills you know what I'm yo, yo was that a commercial yes commercial. Yeah. you guys have commercials <laughs> commercials bro. Like, like that's it's, a client. It's, it's yeah, it is an official client. Yes, that's they what I'm talking about. Like man. brothers, that's what I'm talking about. Man, yeah, we trying, man. We do. Yeah, the Bible said, "Get your money, man." I should have charged yeah. them for this. No, why you always lying? Y'all got sponsors. The clients, there's money running through here, bro. Oh, I'm it's upset. I got next time. <laughs> Like, trust me, this, well, this part two interview is gonna cost y'all a couple dollars. Let's just throw it out there. I'm just. Uh, I mean, that's all the time we have for y'all today. Uh, thank hey, y'all for joining right. us. A couple dollars in the budget. This this possible half hour interview has turned into a two minute interview, guys. Let's go. Oh my Let's, god! Remember that Dave Chappelle? Three questions. <laughs> three right. questions, and they better be good. <laughs> You better believe it. <laughs> what was that Dave Chappelle uh, shit back in the day? Uh, the wrap it up box? Yeah. Oh, wrap yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's what I feel like is going on right now. So, all right, we got this segment on the show. For those of y'all who listen to the show, it's called Slow Down. I just want to get to know you. Slow Down. We just want to get to know you. This is uh, this is just we ask you a bunch of questions, uh, questions oh. off the top of the dome, and you know we some kind of uh, see where it go from there. All right, so we like to ask a lot of people to come on the show. Name, name, you know what though? What's up? Can we talk about my red button? This uh, this uh, option that I have <laughs> that if you ask me something that's out of line, <laughs> you gonna hear that. Let's go. Is that the I plead the fifth button right there? Yeah, this is like you, you you're doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> Stop this shit. Wrap it up. Let's wrap it up, Bucks. Let's wrap it up, Bucks. Let's wrap it up, Bucks. All right. So we're going to ask you a couple questions. You know, we always ask everyone to come on the show, you know, what's your sign? Libra. Libra. So when's your birthday? October 19th. October 19th. I think like, I got like three family members that are like the 18th and the 19th. I got one on the yeah, 16th. I'm on the 24th. Jeez. I'm October's? Scorpio, though. I, feel, I got oh, right yeah, there. Oh, yeah. On that borderline. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. Damn. Okay. So... Random questions, like I said, we off the top of the. I'm not top. a big believer though of signs and like what they represent and all that stuff, mm. but whatever. Okay, do you believe in affirmations? Like if you speak something, you know, it'll. I believe that speaking something will make you more determined to go get it. But do I feel that if I repeat, I want a million dollars over and over and over and over till I turn blue, it's gonna happen because I repeated it? Absolutely not. I don't. And like, when, like I could literally, and I and I get it. Like this is where it gets scary because if I say I'm gonna get in a car accident, yeah. if I repeat it thirty thousand million times, that does not mean I'm gonna get in a car accident. Now I understand the vibe. Somebody's gonna yeah. be like, "Yo, bro, don't do that. That's not healthy." You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Because I remember this one time in life, I've always had a fear of baseballs. Like when they're coming too fast, like if somebody throws, if you could throw a 90 mile an hour, I don't want to catch it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't have it in me. Like it scares the shit out of me. And it all stemmed from this one time I was playing and a ball hit me in the face. But I was sitting in the shortstop position and I said to myself, this bitch going to hit me in the face. And as soon as the dude hit it off the bat, it went straight to my face. Thank God it was a wolf ball. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was oh my god! It was a wiffle ball, but no, but I, I just I've, I do have a fear for like fast baseballs a little bit. Yeah, but that's my I don't think. Um, yeah, I don't think it'll you'll the you saying it over and over is going to make you more determined to maybe go get it. But I don't believe that you actually saying it will make it come happen. I do not. Okay, so this week. You know, we found out a couple of things. Uh, one of the things we found out is uh, Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. decide to come out of fucking the retirement, retirement. homes yeah. to fight retirement one more time. <laughs> I want to say they think so. Tyson's hitting hard as hell right now. Y'all seen a couple of videos of yeah, him working yeah. out. It looks like he's he like really training. Yes. Yeah, like, yes. like he's Not, really training. Because the loud, the sound coming from him hitting that bag is so loud. It's coming with like so, so much velocity and veracity that you're over there like, yeah, that would but, kill me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, in boxing, the last thing to go is power. Yeah, that's the last thing. Right, make speed it slower, goes, make agility goes, yeah. all that reflex, yeah. but that power still you still knock them out if you can't. Yeah, you know, old man strength. Yes. I got the old man strength. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long do y'all think that fight can last? I don't. It, it, listen, here's. I don't, <laughs> it's I was a, gonna say three. <laughs> Dude, Roy Jones got like he was sleep on the ropes his last fight yeah. by nobody. Oh. Hey, Roy Jones is one of my favorite too. I think he got knocked out what four out of his last five. Well, six see, fights. okay, let's go back. Not that I'm a boxing professional, but I remember mm-hmm. the Roy Jones 
Jr. situation, he went up in weight class. Yeah, that's exactly when what I'm saying. He yeah. was yeah. knocking people out the fucking oh, yeah. ring repeatedly. He was one of the he greatest was, ever. He was like Tyson. <laughs> what, what middle? What class? What weight class is he? He was like I light heavy, middle, uh, middle or? light heavy. Then he yeah, went yeah. Light, light heavy. Yeah, he was literally the the Mike Tyson of whatever the weight yeah. class was that he was in when he was knocking people out left and right. Nobody could. He was killing them. As yeah. soon as he moved up weight class, he couldn't knock people out. He made the video game Fight Night famous because oh, of yeah, for sure, yeah. I, I mean, was, he was on the shit. shit. <laughs> Yo, he was the it guy. Yeah. I wouldn't have moved up weight class, but I get it. You have to in boxing to get yeah. more belts and solidify your position I mean, it was money, and all that you know shit. What I'm saying? And like, there's you money. You move up for those but big do, money fights. I do feel his legacy was a little tarnished a yeah, little bit because he was known for being this yes. unbeatable guy who knocked people out the ring. And then as soon as you went up, yeah. That shit wasn't happening. People were knocking you down. Yeah. Um, I just, it, they're both in the same weight class right now. I found it kind of strange. He's gained that much weight? Yeah. He's yeah. older. Yeah. Because oh. you remember Mike was a small heavyweight to start with. But if Jones couldn't knock people out in his going up a little bit, 10, 15, 20 pounds, yeah. so what that you popped on another 80? Your power is even less. Tyson's always been strong, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. power. He's fighting his comfort yeah. weight. Yeah, yeah, that's his natural, yeah. you know, he's always been big like that. And, like, you know, at the end of his career, he was fighting all them guys way bigger than him. Like, yeah, you know, Lynch Lewis, 6'5". Yeah, you, want, you want to be 245, 250. Mike Tyson, 220, 225. Man, maybe, he was 18 most. years five, old. 5'10", 5'11". You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. No, for sure. Okay. 18 years old, heavyweight champion. Do y'all see that undercard, though? That's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> right, Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson. The basketball player. Yeah. This is Logan Paul, the dude off of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I think Logan I might, think get, that might get that one. I think he might get that one. But Logan's been training. No, Logan's been training. He's, he's, he's had a couple fights. He lost to that other gamer, that black yeah. dude. What was his name? Uh, he's he another famous gamer, up. and they both. But no, Logan, no. Yeah. You step in the ring with Logan, you're you're going to. Like, if you're like an average fighter, good luck. Oh yeah, For I just want to know like how did that fight come about? All right, let's see. We're gonna get Logan Paul, bro. The other one was a one of the biggest fights. That their their YouTube fight was huge. Was yeah, they yeah, made yeah. Millions of dollars. It was a big yeah. payday for both of them. It was Dang. stupid big, but that's what it is though. Yeah. It's if celebrities fight, people will pay to yeah. see it. Oh yeah. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have because people are like, yo, uh, what, what was it? What situation was it? Where people are like, oh, it's fucked up that real boxers can't get the shot, but these Logan, these YouTubers yeah. who just got, just turned professional, yeah. are the big ticket on the fight yeah. because mm -hmm. of their celebrity status. Mm -hmm. More, you're an up and coming boxer that nobody knows. So. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I really different. wanted to see the Soldier Brown, I mean Soldier Boy and Chris Brown fight. I really wanted right, to no, see exactly. that. Right, <laughs> I wanted to see that. I did. I feel you. <laughs> But I, I, thought I thought that was going to be hilarious. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Straight up. I thought that was going to be hilarious, dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can only picture Solar Boy's stance. Uh, I don't think Jones is going to last that long, though, if nah. they're really fighting. Yeah. It is a scrimmage yeah. fight, though, right? What are they calling it? Exhibition. Exhibition. Ex excuse me. Yeah. Exhibition fight. So I don't know what that well, means. Does that mean I'm not going to try to kill you? It means you? it's not sanctioned. Oh, excuse me. I just burped. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it just came out. I couldn't hold it. It's the, the crown. But, but, so, but it's still... No holds bar, like yeah. it's really in there. I'm trying to knock. Yeah. I, I don't know why Jones is doing this. Now, they he may, been, has they, he been working now, out? They may play around a little bit, but look at Mike Tyson. In Russia, or if you seen like the that. commercial where he was like, he sounds like 
Mike Tyson right now, like the yeah, way he no, was talking. Bro, he, yeah. he, he, he's, he's got that, <laughs> bro, he's got that scary look in his eye again, like, I will yeah. bite your ear off. I'm eating his children. I'm eating your children, bro. Leave, leave Mike alone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's, uh, before we get back to some of these questions with you, but let's let's talk about some other things that have happened this week uh, in, in, in the world of entertainment. Uh, we finally got with the definition of what entanglement was. So, August Alcina and Rick Ross decided to drop a song called in a whole album he dropped an album he dropped a whole album yes he dropped an album not just the song i think that song is on the album <laughs> but he dropped yeah. the whole project well, crazy they dropped the song him and rick ross uh dropped the song and the song is entitled entanglements okay yeah here's his definition of entanglement so ladies if you need some clarification you know what i'm saying if, if you do it ain't doing you right you know what i'm saying you want to come out with your boy i'm gonna tell you what entanglement means all right entanglements the definition of an entanglement it's when you're tangled in the sheets. Girl, I know that we don't call it a relationship, <laughs> but you're still fucking with me. Yeah. <laughs> Entanglement is when you're tangled in them sheets. It's when you're tangled up with me. Mm-hmm. Quote. End quote. <laughs> so, clear your mind. You wonder what entanglement was. I've seen somebody, I saw this white girl, she's like, what the fuck is an entanglement? Then uh, I saw, uh, oh, was there, uh, Jane Slater. I always see her out and about. And she did an interview with Rick Ross on a, what's, what's the NFL Network? Oh, and I saw that. When I say it was the most cringeworthy shit I've ever seen in my life. She's like, man, I was such a white girl in this interview. I'm like, bro, <laughs> you were, because that shit was like, it's like when white people get a hold of shit they're not supposed to get a hold of. Like, <laughs> Remember back in the day, Skeet? <laughs> Nobody knew what skeet was, yep. and all of a sudden, like, Shit. everybody's in, the, in like at the school dance, like skeet, 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 skeet. Everybody's like, oh, skeet. And I'm like, yo, I don't know what that is. Yo, do y'all know what y'all? Don't? Oh my god, I'm walking out. I can't. I can't. That's funny. That is funny. That did happen. That's like you know when like the, the white kid thinks it's cool to drop the n word, and it's like, yeah, my like, bro, no, 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 no. I know. No, but you will never be on that level. Where, yeah, I mean, well, you can say that. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, like, there's there's kids that I grew up in in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. One of like the, the we've had the top homicide rate in the country several times through the years. Like, it's just a tough place. But there's you know we had a growing up we had two white dudes in our clique and they were allowed to say it when it was yeah. together when we were together. Yeah, you know. But when we yeah. went places. You had to remember that these people didn't know you. These other yeah. people, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm and that's the key. They got to be smart. That's it. You got to be smart. And my, I remember one story. One time, my white, one of my white homies is having a birthday party, and we got everybody there. We got this one dude, rest in peace, who's there. I don't want to yeah. say his name, but he was there, and he right. was like an OG, big black dude, OG. Yeah. <laughs> and my homie come up the steps, and trust me, my, this homie that I'm talking about, he was like our wildest homie in the yeah. clique. Been in jail the most, oh, yeah. has the most kids, in and out most yeah. cases done the dirt sold all the drugs all that he walked up the steps what's up my nigga boy the dude yeah. hit him so hard oh my and like he OG nobody's gonna say anything yeah. nobody's gonna say anything to him and he did and he he knocked him he hit him hard he was like bro you you, you fucked up you don't know da, 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 da. and he you know he was like he wasn't trying to go off but we had to like pull him off to the side and be like bro you just gotta eat that one there's nothing you can, there is nothing yeah. you can do about it like what is what, what, like we're not doing nothing about it I'm not yeah. you know what I'm saying <laughs> and you know he, he he laughed but 
It also happened to my. So it's a thin line. I mean, yeah, it happens. Line. It's I a, mean, it's a, it's a, it's man, happens. we got a mutual friend. You know, I ain't gonna say his name, but yeah, you know, yeah, he grew, yeah. up, grew up in the Grove, and yeah. I didn't know his story at first. And he said it a few times around me, and I was like, "Yeah." But then we had a convo one day, drinking. Had a convo, told me his backstory. You understood him, and I was like, "Ah, right. okay." I, right. You know, it, and you know what? I feel it. You know what I mean, I, I, ain't, what I, mean. I ain't got a problem because with you, it. you, you are also in that yeah. situation where you grew up with somebody that that happened. So you, you know, but at first, yeah. like you, again, you got to be smart because, because it's, the key about it is is it said with malice. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, and, and, absolutely. And, well, that's where are you saying if we, are you saying, saying it to be cool, you trying I, to fit in? But it's like, nah, homie, just he come from that. He so, come from that. Yeah, I so remember there's one white rapper was saying it in a video, but Trey the Truth, I think, was in the video with him or Zero. Some somebody was in it. It was a Houston rapper. This was years ago. I remember the video. I, I think he was white. I don't think he was Mexican, but he was covered in tats, and he was saying it in the video. And I felt like I think some of the comments were like, "Yo, was yeah. he saying the N word?" And then people were like, "Yeah, but you know, he from the H, and he yeah. like, you know, like he know gets he a talk, pass kind of thing, right? About, yeah. yeah, I remember just I remember coming across the video years ago. But anyway, I remember me personally having a. I've you know I've had people question me using it like yo why you why'd you say that and I'd be like well because I'm Dominican and I mean we can sit here and have an argument but yeah. at the end of the day <laughs> if I come across somebody who who's really passionate about it and yeah. it's full black and he was like yo please don't use that word around me I'm gonna respect that I'm gonna respect it to a certain extent I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna change who I am but no, I'm I feel that. like yeah. if somebody like has an ancestor or somebody's like an actual slave or some shit like that bro man shut up man whatever that person asks you just do it bro straight up period okay. <laughs> don't use that word around me you got it <laughs> I won't be today but I will tomorrow <laughs> alright let's keep it moving alright so we're gonna talk about one more thing that kind of happened fault. I'm gonna talk nah, you good hey we good that's what we do on the show uh, we're talk about one more thing about kind of what happened in the news this week that we don't get into some more questions about Mr. J. Cruz over here alright so I don't know if y'all saw this <laughs> of course Houston would be the place to do this somebody opened up a drive through strip club Bruh. in Houston alright I saw that I saw a picture of that my question is what are the rules are you are you paying for a car are you paying per nigga in a car like what if you got your baby in your car are you trying to go through real quick like you better not pull up did he just say pull up with the baby in the car why are you pulling up with the baby in the car somebody's like yeah I'm gonna go get some milk real quick but he detoured to the drive through strip club but they serving food too though that's just crazy you can get what two song maximum and you can get food and a plate two song maximum he's right do they come up to the window they put the ass on the glass like what they do, bro. Really? It seems like uh, from the picture, it's like a they got railings on the yeah. side, so you drive through, you pull yeah. up in the tent because the tent's like a real big tent, and in the <laughs> tent the girls are twerking. They twerk for like two songs, whatever. You throw some money at them or whatever, bro. or you pay up front. I don't know. It's like then, a toll booth or some shit, nigga. Like, fuck. and then be- before you walk out, your choice of mac and cheese or beans. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just what it is. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like I wonder if they give you a key. All right, we have destiny. We Beans, have greens, <laughs> potatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> you, you did. Ram, hog, dog, chicken. Turkey. Hey, that's too funny. It's but like, hey, oh, you know what? Yeah. People are struggling out here, but people are also getting creative, man. Yeah. Trying to figure out different ways of making money and different ways of. <laughs> Obviously, it's working. Yeah, I'm thinking about. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not thinking about starting a, a fans only shit. Oh, the fans only thing about what's going on right now. I know, like, well, that one rapper, he's just giving advice and it's working. People yeah. are like signing up for it. I might do it. I'm like, hey, you want some record? You want some artist advice? 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll Which see. I'm gonna get to you. Get, I'm gonna get to that uh, with you in just a second. You know, right? Do you really want to open up like those can of worms? We, we gonna open up those. Uh, yeah, those we want to go there. We want to go there later. later. Uh, <laughs> I'm all ears. <laughs> <laughs> no me. <laughs> all right. So back to you. Like I said, we got this segment. It's called. I'm gonna start keeping my answers shorter. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's what we do. We like to. We don't have no time limit, no restrictions. I'm my own boss, damn it. Yeah, yeah, my like own that. boss. Or like Rock over there, who about to? You about to lose your job? <laughs> that's not even funny, man. <laughs> if you don't listen to the show, I'm gonna fuck with him I'm just every kidding. week. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was being funny too. <laughs> fuck it, he ain't got a job. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I got a job. I don't care. Again, I'm just kidding, right? I love you, bro. I hope you don't lose your job. <laughs> that's his fault. I treat people like that. It's fun too. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see him like out in public like when he used to work the door and the clubs yeah yeah all right cool yeah he <laughs> give you that face you're good yeah <laughs> man i had that game face man oh you have to okay yeah. if, if you work security anywhere you can't really be smiling and shit friendly at all man they're gonna try you absolutely so but one thing that I always say, will say, just being in the industry and like going to clubs and shit and dealing with security, I always show you guys respect. Yeah, because yeah. my thing is, you're doing your job, and I get it. I, I, it, this is, I can't stand anybody. Yo, you don't know who I am, yeah. bro. I've never said that at the door ever in my life. I've yeah. never said, that. and yeah. I've been in the I industry for that. a long time. I because I'm not. Yeah. I don't want you looking at me and saying I don't give a fuck who you are <laughs> because that's what you're gonna say. Yep. You have to yep. say I'm the president of the United States of America. You're gonna be like I don't give a fuck. I'm the boss at this door, bitch. <laughs> like that's what you're gonna. I don't care. You're like I'm a millionaire. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> never said it. Never will say it. Just show even even yep. when you guys sometimes are a little abusive because you guys can be abusive. Yeah. <laughs> Bouncers can get abusive. Take a job a little bit too seriously. You're a doorman, <laughs> right? Doorman. <laughs> You're not a marine, bro. Yeah. Chill the fuck out. It's supposed to really diffuse the moment, but sometimes it nah, just I never goes crazy. Yeah, no, nah, I never. I was always been there, man. I never like to. I never like to put my hands on. Oh, I know. I feel you. Right, that, right. Man. Only if you had to. I get it. I get it. And, uh, and even at that, I just put you in a chokehold and just get out of here. Right. Like, well, like yeah. I'm not even gonna yeah, go yeah. swing with you. I'm not gonna do all that. It's like yeah. you're just gonna. All right, let's Listen go. to me. The minute somebody <laughs> your size or anybody bigger than that puts me in a chokehold, I'm chilling. The minute <laughs> I'm in a choke. All right, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I swear, my hands. I'm like, I'm good. Hey, I'll buy you a Christmas present, bro. Just chill. I swear to God, just chill out. The minute one of those big dudes poop in, I'm fucking thinking. Because if it goes anywhere else, I'm suing the shit out of you, bro. I swear to God. You beat the fuck out of me, I'm going to. I'm not going to win this fight. I get it. But I swear to God, me and you are going to stay in court for the next 15 years. You, I swear to God, I'm never going to let you live it down. Ever, my nigga. I swear to God. I, you're going to be tied up in court forever. Never mind the story. For real. People have won millions of dollars with against lawsuits with bonds. You just reminded me of a story. We heard last week, me and Tyke, we were out with one of our, one of our partners. He was like, Man, I told this one dude, I was being a fucking prick. He's like, I hired three lawyers for this fucking case. I didn't fucking need three lawyers. He's like, Bitch, I just want to fucking exasperate all your everything. fucking money mm-hmm. out of everything. <laughs> out of all this shit. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what they yeah. reminded me of. Yeah, because you, <laughs> you, yeah. you can't get money out of You can't get money out of people. Like, if people don't have money, like, there's no such thing as debt jail. Yeah. Mm-mm. You know, well, so that's why, like. Support. <laughs> no, 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 that's different. That's different. Yeah, no, that and taxes, you. Yeah. you will get thrown in jail for. Yeah. But there's no such thing as debt jail. You can borrow $100,000 from a bank and, yeah. and defunct on the loan. It doesn't yeah. matter. They yeah. can't They can't put you in jail for it. Facts. Me and you can sign a contract. I give you $50,000. And in the contract that says, uh, 
you know, you get it back, blah, 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 blah. And I don't do any of that shit. You can take me to court, bro, and you can win. Doesn't mean you're going to get a fucking dollar. So yep. be careful with that. Contracts don't mean shit. I've lost a lot of money that way. Oh, yeah. damn. Bad from experience. Lesson yeah. learned. Investments okay. just bad. Yeah. The car, it's just a piece of paper. It doesn't fucking yeah. matter. And if you take them to court, all you could do is just keep them in there. <laughs> just keep them in there. <laughs> always having to go and always having to do this. Or don't, but like overall, like getting money from them doesn't mean you're going to get money. Yeah. yeah. I had an OG tell me one time, like, man, you can take them. You can go in court, get shit thrown out for the littlest thing. Like they put the wrong address oh, that on your too. shit. Yeah, like, yeah, hey, it's in my address. You know, your honor, it's in my address. All right, cool. Yeah, they got to the case out. Yeah, yeah they, they got to refile and do it correctly to hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So hey, if y'all need y'all, y'all need some legal advice, legal advice today. Holler at your boy real quick. <laughs> 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 only fans. Only fans. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I enjoy this kind of stuff because I'm usually the interviewer. Yeah, yeah. So this is fun. This <laughs> okay. is fun to me. All right. So ran all the random question on the top of the dome. All right. Since you in radio, you know what I'm saying. I know you have to go to like a lot of parties, a lot of clubs. Have you ever been a victim? Of drunk freestyling, <laughs> having nigga like Boy, in your oh like, my god, damn, bro. Bro. Nick, <laughs> it it never bro. fails, it oh never fails. <laughs> Shout out to the homie Hard Body Kiati from ninety seven nine The Box the in Houston. Yeah. He posted he posted a video the other day of that exact thing of him being in the club and somebody rapping in his ear. <laughs> and I've learned through the years because being an artist, me and my brother was rappers for like 10, 12 years. I grew up in Pittsburgh. Uh, me and Wiz used to see each other in the studio all the time. We used to cross paths, smoke weed together. Mac Miller used to sit behind me when I used to host things. And I'm not, I'm not gem dropping here. I'm not trying to like, you know, <laughs> no. I'm just saying like, I know what it is to be an artist. I did it for like 12 years, okay? Chased it, did countless shows. Me and my brother, we were mono mono. we were a rap group. So I take every artist who comes at me seriously. To yeah. a certain extent. I do. I actually do. E- even if it's annoying or if I'm tired, I'm going to take the second. I'm going to listen to you. And then I always give rappers my real number because I'd rather talk to you later, not at the club. Right. And please don't start rapping in my motherfucking ear. Please, for God's sake. The music is loud as fuck as it is. And now you're in my ear trying to show me how dope you are. And you're drunk as fuck freestyling. You're saying the Spin. same word over and over and over. Over and over, but you don't realize it. And again, I'm a real nice yeah. person, so I'm not gonna like. Woosah, <sighs> <laughs> one time, Woosah. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. I always tell people, don't do that. Don't do and that. They you gotta treat, it like, a, you gotta treat it like a business. It's a profession, man. Well, I mean, you, you, gotta, you gotta do it the right way. Because people want to take you serious. You meet a person that you want to know, maybe a DJ or something in the club, buy him a drink, shake his hand, make sure you get his number. There you go. Do that. That's it, right there. Hey, yo, my name is blah, blah, blah. Really like what you're doing. You might, can I get you a drink? Word, you really? I'm doing this because I want to break the ice. Can we yeah. exchange numbers, emails? I want to send you some stuff. Thank you for your time. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying you got to buy the man a drink or anything like that, or, or the woman or whatever. But I'm just saying, mm. use that kind of. But that's courtesy, though. That, yeah. that yeah. common sense a little bit. You at a club, like, and all this loudness and stuff like that. Try to do it like that. Try to do it like that. You know, yeah. I'm not saying it's it's depending on the situation. If you're sitting in the room with the guy and everything's nonchalant and cool, lay back. Yeah, bring it up. I don't care, like that kind of thing. But in the club. Mm-mm. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Even if it's the dopest bars I've ever heard in my life, I don't yeah. want to hear. I got, uh, Jeezy's playing in the background. What do you want from me? I know, right? <laughs> you sound like Tyrese. Yeah. What more do you want from me right now? Yeah. It's that new Drake, bro. It's Grease. Grease is on. Can you chill for a second? Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jamming over here, bro. Oh, I love man. Drake. Shit. <laughs> 
wheelchair Drake. Oh, man. Grassy. No, I love Drake though. Yeah, I mean, I don't Drake hard, man. You're a big fan. Big yeah. fan. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it's it's annoying. It's a, it's really is. And there's been times where I'm okay with it, but nine times out of ten, please don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. So another random question on the top of the dome, all right? So have you ever, you know, the radio station like, hey, you need to play this song. You listen to the song, yo. This shit is hot garbage. I don't want to play this. You're gonna play the song. Has there ever been a song like that you could think of on the top of your head? Like I don't want to play this bullshit. Well, let me explain how I'll, I'll try to break this down. There's two people at a radio station that pick what songs get added: a music director and a program director. Mm-hmm. I don't get to pick what songs get added. Period. Mm-hmm. I'm not in the meetings. They don't ask me my advice because I'm a jock, and jocks don't get asked that. Yeah. All st- don't even speak for every single radio station across the country. Mm. In my experience, from what I work, if you're a music director and you're a program director, yeah. those are the people that make the decisions on what songs they add. Labels are on; they're on the phone with labels. Labels are pushing new songs. Some songs organically come up. Listen, if my boss, who's no longer with us, he's the man though. That's my homie. If my bo- my boss goes on Spotify and sees that the number one song in Dallas downloaded in Dallas is by a guy named Ruben. <laughs> Guess what my boss is considering doing? Playing Ruben. Playing Adding that song to fucking rotation. Because yeah. it's the most downloaded song on Spotify. And guess what? He hasn't even heard it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm not yeah. saying this is how it actually happens, yeah. but this is yeah. how it actually yeah. can happen. Yeah. Because there's got to be proof in the pudding yeah, sure that the does. song should be played. People say, Cruz, you should be playing this song. And I'm like, why? <laughs> no, and I heard the song, and I'm like, "Ma, you really can sing. This is dope. It's really good, bro. You got something here." But why should I be playing it? Because it's good. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 every, then, then, then every day we would be playing random fucking music left and right. Yeah, we'll see people confused. How fun would it be if you turn on the yeah. station and it was unheard music all the yeah. time? Would you tune in? I don't think you would. No. Mm-hmm. I don't think you would. Your everyday yeah. person doesn't know yeah. about up and coming yeah. artists and mixtapes and they know Rihanna and Beyonce and fucking Drake and 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 and, and the the mainstream artists. Radio is there to play mainstream music. Yeah, people. And for you to make <laughs> to get your spot on there, you got to have a banger. You got to have something that organically is working out here because mm-hmm. if it's work back in the day I'm already trying to talk shit in my profession, but radio was more important. It's not as important anymore. Let's keep it yeah. 100. Yeah. People are like, man, I really yeah, want to get my shit that. on the radio. Yeah. I'm like, why? Is it 10 years ago? Yeah. yeah. That's exactly huh? what I was going to ask why? you. Man, I, I really need to get my shit on radio. Yeah. Why? Why do you really need your shit on radio? Yeah, times change, man. I'm just, I don't understand what you're saying. No, yeah. Because Odd Future, fucking Tyler, the creator, yeah. barely never has a song on the nope. fucking radio. Yeah. Russ, maybe one or two songs on the radio. But what? Yeah. I, I don't know. You know, like it's an excuse. It, technology, internet has changed shit, yeah. y'all. It has given the power back into the artist where, you know, you can do this shit independently now and like you can really do a distribution deal. Who the fuck? Who cares about a fucking distribution deal? I don't know everything about the industry. I can see how somebody could argue that distribution is still necessary. I get it. And okay, I could learn. I get it. Mm. But overall, what for there's so many free outlets out there if you mm-hmm. organically put out something that people actually like the shit takes care of itself yeah. and you just gotta sit back and watch the shit grow yeah I mean yeah. I'm just saying so the piggyback coming off of that you know what I'm saying you're saying how radio just basically pays mainstream stuff alright 
now with things such as podcasts, <clears throat> all your Spotify's, your Pandora's, your yeah, titles. Yeah. Jesus Christ, everything. You know, how long do you think, you know, the traditional radio station, you know, what's the lifespan do you think? Uh, here's on my it? thing. It's changing and it's evolving. And I don't think it's going anywhere. Do you know why? It's free. Uh, everything you just named isn't free. Yeah. Yeah. Everything you just named. Radio is free. It's free. Mm-hmm. And that's the advantage we will always have over everyone. YouTube's free to a certain extent. I use YouTube sometimes more than any of these other streaming services that you just said because it's free. 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 Yeah. I, I honestly, I'm going to be honest with mm-hmm. you. Like, if I'm making cutbacks, I, I'm not cutting Apple, all that shit. Done. Mm. YouTube ain't got to go nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my radio ain't got to go nowhere. And I get it. Radio is nowhere near as popular as it used to be. But I do feel that it's always going to have its place because it's free. Mm-hmm. It's a free source of entertainment. Man, facts. Okay, so back to like a bunch of random questions we was asking you. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> have you ever had a favorite radio moment? <sighs> favorite radio moment. <sighs> there's moments that stand out more than others on a favorite I would say maybe uh, like f- I remember freestyling on air with the clips one time in Pittsburgh that was a really dope moment for me because I, mm. I spit some pretty hard bars and I was still a rapper at the time <laughs> so I was super because uh Pusha was like, okay. I said something about Jewish, like something about something about Jews with money or something. Like the line was really hard. I don't know if I'd say it nowadays though. Yeah, he <laughs> um, yeah. trying to keep that job. <laughs> right. You don't want to. You about to lose your job. You don't want to lose your job. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Somebody argued the other day that black people you shouldn't. Anyway, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a tough one, bro. Because mm-hmm. like I know I'd leave this room. In 10 minutes, and like I think to myself, oh shit, I could have brought that up. Right. Or maybe I could have brought up that up. You know. Or just I, say a couple, I, couple I, things I, you could think of. You don't have to have I gave Nicki Minaj a rose. That was pretty cool. And be, like early in her career, right? Uh, I got to Beanie Siegel and Freeway. Like I, I, mm. I met them several times in my life. Got to open up for them. Me and my brother opened up for Run DMC. Now that's not radio, but that's part of my, like, yeah. whatever. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, those are pretty there's, there's other ones I just it's hard right now it's like I don't want to waste time just sitting here just thinking <laughs> you like, think of my memory box of everything that happened but Alicia Keys was a really big moment for mm-hmm. me um, rapping with Jada Kiss in the studio mm-hmm. that was a pretty dope moment for me uh, Odd Future was a really cool moment like that video interview with them almost got a million views on this other YouTube page. I can't remember who the guy's page was that shot the video, but Odd Future was in the studio with me. Tyler showed me a picture of a girl eating crackers from her butt crack and like putting <laughs> crackers in her butt crack. Like they were skateboarding in the mall. Remember when the station used to be in the mall? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were skateboarding up and down the mall. So that was pretty crazy. Uh, that was pretty crazy. I also had some embarrassing moments. I called Young Jeezy Little Jeezy on stage. Oh, <laughs> loud as fuck. Like super loud. His mm. his person got on stage like, oh, who the fuck is that fire? That motherfucker. I was in backstage arguing with his manager, dude, whatever. Dang. He was that all in my face like, how the fuck you gonna fuck up like that? I was like, bro, I'm sorry. <laughs> but what happened was, this was in Pittsburgh, right before <laughs> Jeezy and Lil Wayne. It was Jeezy and then Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne was the headliner. Yeah. I knew I was bringing out Jeezy. 
Five minutes before I got to go out there, my boss comes up to me. He says, you got to bring out Wayne as well. So I, I matched up <laughs> Wayne and Jeezy's names. So I was like, little Jeezy. <laughs> I dropped down to one knee and everything, nigga. Oh, I did. Because right before, in Pittsburgh, I used to have this chant. It's your boy, Jay Cruz on 106. Thank you, got flow. Let me know who's this. It's 9,000 people deep. And I'd say, it's your boy, Jay Cruz. You know who's, I said, uh, uh, it's your man, Jay Cruz on 106. Think you got flow. And like, I let the crowd finish the yeah, rest. Right, right, like, right. The, the fucking 9,000 people rapping this chant in the city. Because Pittsburgh was my city, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, oh, no, no, no. The crowd's going crazy. And I'm in the zone. I'm like, little Jesus. I fall down. Like, you, people were like, <laughs> who? Who? What did you just say? People were like, hey. What? And then the dude comes out like, yo, who the fuck is that fire? That motherfucker. It's young Jizzle for Shizzle Snowman died. The shit dropped and all that shit. And I remember just being backstage arguing with this dude hard <laughs> as fuck. He's yelling at me. He's a little dude too. And I'm thinking like, man, I can't believe I'm just letting this guy yell at me right now like this. <laughs> Not to say, I mean, I just feel like I, I would have took him one-on-one. Like yeah. personally, I feel like I, I would have I could have got him. But I also felt bad. Yeah. Because I just ruined his, in, his you yeah. know, him coming in. And, yeah. you know. Uh, but it's it's funny because through the years I've brought it up to Jeezy like when I see him sometimes yeah. and he remembers oh he does <laughs> he does he was like yeah man I mean, he, but the one time a couple years ago here when he came for the car show he said uh, he said something I was like yo you remember in Pittsburgh the other day he was like yo we was gonna fuck you up <laughs> he was like they was gonna fuck you up huh I was like yeah you want home he was yelling at me pretty bad I was like, it's one of my moments in my career, though. Like, that's a, that's a memorable moment for me. It's like one of those moments. So I would say, I, that's probably my favorite to me. Even though it's, a, it's like my most embarrassing, one of my yeah, most yeah, embarrassing. That's funny, though. That's, it's, it's probably the most memorable. Shit, it reminds me, remember that old commercial from like Southwest Airlines where the rapper is performing and he says the wrong city? Yeah, the wrong yep. city, which happens. It happens, yeah. It happens oh, yeah. Like, and Minneapolis! And you're like, Indiana. Indiana and I'm like, what? I did that before. <laughs> did you? Yeah, you know what, yeah. what happened? Be like, I can't remember where we was at, but it's like, say, I think we might have been like in Waco, and I say, "What's up, Temple?" Oh, <laughs> you wake up, Jay, looking at you like motherfucker. <laughs> I don't even know where you're at. <laughs> Man, you know they hit him in. You, you, you don't even be there. You just be out there. You know what I'm saying? And feeling good, man. Yeah. And, crowd was already into it and you know we, the show had already started man and it was like yeah wow. had too much to drink <laughs> blacked out for a minute liquor do me and 2 Chains got into it what? what and I interviewed 2 Chains when 2 Chains first started bubbling I know I'm just throwing out now I'm just like going through my memory my memories aren't necessarily like nice ones like me yeah. and him argued uh, for about 15 minutes before the interview started yeah, he just uh, that's a second it, it's from what I I've seen him in other interviews right mm -hmm. and he can be rough mm -hmm. to the interviewer mm -hmm. he can be a little crude and rude type of thing so mm -hmm. I kind of had a head feeling that this could happen when, when he walked in he just had a terrible attitude man like mm -hmm. so I had all these great ideas I was like, two chains, let's play some games, right? Because I was like, oh, thanks for coming through. You know, you come, whatever, whatever. I was like, hey, so I know you play college hoops. We got a half a basketball court back there. Let's go back there, shoot around, and da, 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 da. you shoot some video. Nah, I don't want to do that. 
Okay, cool. I was like, hey, so I got this game called Name That Chain. I'm going to show you flashcards of other rappers' chains and two chains names whose chain, you know what I mean? Yeah, Name yeah. that rapper's chain. Playing with two chains. That's funny, right? Yeah. 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 That's fucking dope. I get, it. I get the. F- How yeah, fucking dope is that? Yeah. That's fucking dope. It's dope. It's dope like his music is, right? Yeah. yeah. That was my argument, too, with him. <laughs> uh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. All right. All right. So I can tell he's got like this shitty attitude and I like, you know, and I and then I could tell my camera guy at the moment. I was like, yo, all right, start recording. He says, no, 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 no. We ain't doing no video. I was like, hold up, bro. I was like, two chains. What's wrong, man? What's the problem, bro? You know, I'm not trying to, you know, I don't want to still trying to show the guy respect. I'm happy yeah. he's there. Yeah. I want to do this interview. Okay. You know, I'm excited. Yeah. But I could tell he's bothered. He's this and that. Uh, man, you know, and again, I'm paraphrasing here. I can't remember everything he specifically said, right? Yeah. But he said something in the lines of, you know, uh, I'm tired, yeah. touring, in and out of these studios. Everybody wants something from me now. Cause yeah. Something like that. You know, nothing too crazy, but you could tell. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and I get it. Sometimes, like, you know, you try so hard in life, and then once you get it, you, you kind of like, Got a chip on your shoulder, and I'm not. I mean, I'm not speaking for the man, but from what I, the vibe I picked up. Because if he does hear this interview, I just, I just trying to be a, as, as fair as possible, right? right. From my experience with the guy, um, but he, he's like, nah, you know, everybody be asking, want something from me now, and all this shit, and before nobody could do nothing. And I was like, bro, I don't, I don't want nothing from you. I was like, I'm, I'm not handing you any music. I don't got any beats. I just. I, want, I was like, look, bro, you're a dope artist. You make dope music. I want to be a dope radio personality and have a dope interview. That's yeah. why I came up with these ideas. That's all I'm trying to do, 2 chains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel you, bro. I feel you. So he kind of like, yeah. he started to chill out. You know, he started to chill out. And by, you know, a little bit later, he was like, all right, man, come on. Let's do it. Let's do it. And then I turned the cameras on. We did the interview on air. It was okay. It wasn't the best interview just because yeah. he just, you know, whatever. Yeah. And the the record rep, the, the label guy, I remember him afterwards talking to me like a day, like he saw me afterwards one day he says to me he comes up to me i can't remember who he was but he comes up to me, i smoke too much weed he says to me um i've seen him do a lot of interviews and he's fucking mean and rude to a lot of people he said i ain't never seen somebody handle two chains like the way you did he's like i loved it bro he said i love the way you handled it yeah but it's at the end of the day it's but like, I, I didn't lose my cool yeah, either yeah, but yeah. i was just straight up I was like bro what's the problem i yeah, was like if yeah. you don't like want to be here you don't have to. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're that mad and angry, yeah. why'd you say yeah. yes to this interview? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just why come here? Like you don't know me personally. Mm. Yeah. You want to go out your way to be rude to me because I'm an interviewer at a radio station? That shit don't make no fucking sense to me. Yeah. And sometimes artists do that. Like when you you have an interview with them. Me and Kevin Gates got a pretty cool relationship. We've always, but I've seen Kevin be. Have yeah. you ever seen interviews with Kevin? <laughs> yeah. Kevin can be really yeah, hard on really, these interviewers, yeah. right? Yeah, man. Now sometimes do these interviewers do too much? Is it their fault? Sometimes I, it can be. It yeah. can be. But is it? I'm going to say it's a little bit of both. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes, uh, or it could be either one. But you know, I just. It was the guy who's like, he was like, I love the way you handled it. He was like, I never saw him explain himself because I made, not made him, but I asked him like, yeah. what's wrong? Yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck? If you don't want to be here, like, I can't sit here. I'm not going to sit here and spoon feed you this interview because yeah. he had a right. show that night somewhere or something. But that's another one. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a grown ass man. I don't care how rich or famous you are. You're not going to talk to me with disrespect. I mean, fuck who you are. And that's, you keep, that happens. That yeah, happens. Yeah, you happens know, that lot, happens. Bro. I mean, we're all regular, you know, with people. But also, on, on, their, on their behalf, you and this interviewer, you're not friends. Right. True. 
he doesn't know you. He just met you for the first time. So I learned this also through years of interviewing. Be easy. Right. Relax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't. Hey, what's going on? Oh my God, I love you so much. Hey, you so you know you know, like, like all this like yeah. and a lot of these dudes are from the hood too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Why are you that, asking man. me they all these like motherfucking all questions, bro? Yeah. We not friends. Yeah. I made a, a song and making money, and I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm from the streets. Like, what what is this? Say? What are you interrogating me? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, sound like a cop. And I could imagine uh, a lot of interviewers uh, trying to trying to dig up dirt. Or, yeah. And, always, they, and always, there's there's always the anticipation of what is this gonna what is Exactly. Yeah. There, I think artists nowadays are li- already pre-thinking mm-hmm. they're gonna say some fucking slick, yeah. mm-hmm. and I gotta be cautious. So they already yeah. got their wall up. As soon as they walk in, hey, what's going on? How you doing? Thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, so you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. Pop smoke like that. Like that's what I'm saying. And I'm like, I've I've been in those kind of interviews, and it's awkward because it's like. Why the fuck did you come? <laughs> yeah. Why to, to make it awkward? I know that's crazy. Like you, you don't have anything against me, but you're. It's like you're. Why are you taking it out on me? Whatever issue you got with your label or your day that day or whatever, like why take it out on me? Right. But you know, it's it, it comes with the fucking territory. Yeah. So and they're they, human beings. They they could just be having bad days sometimes, bro. Yeah. So they don't. Do they give you like a ritz? Like okay, do not talk about this particular. Some. Yeah. Some. I remember when I interviewed Cassie. Remember Cassie. Mm-hmm. P. Diddy's side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when Cassie had that one song, you remember that song? That was my shit. Yeah. Oh my god, one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. Oh, in my, life. In person. Oh my yeah. god, in person. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. I was like, and this was yeah. years ago. This was so long ago, twenty years yeah, ago. Boy. I'm in the studio and I'm in like, fuck. She comes in, but before she came in, yeah. Def Jam came in there and said, "Do not ask her to sing on air." Said, don't ask her to sing on air. Mm. Don't ask her to sing on air. Um, we interviewed uh, who was it? Somebody I think they told us we couldn't ask anything. Uh, sometimes I just say sometimes. Sometimes the artist, the label will say. And to be honest with you, it's at the end of the day when you've got that mic cracked, it's your choice. Like yeah, you can yeah. be a dick yeah. and just ask them straight <laughs> up and see how they react. Well, they, I mean, they could. You can You might get in a fight in the studio. It happens. You know, it has happened. <laughs> it has happened. What's his name? Tank. I think beat up some, the jock mm. one day because he asked him about the gay thing. Remember the gay rumor? Mm. Mm. And Tank, Tank told him, like, yo, you say that shit again, I'm going to fuck you up. And Tank is not a little dude. No. Uh, and apparently, yeah, the dude said it and Tank fucked him up. From what I, again, I wasn't there. But yeah. It, y- yes, you could, it's out of courtesy. I usually will, ap- will agree because shows like, I feel like shows like, the Breakfast Club and mm-hmm. other big, na- bigger name shows, which one day I might be there, I might not, whatever. Um, you don't have that choice as an artist. Yeah, it's benefiting you too much to be on that yeah. show. And if they say to you, "Well, I'm going to ask this," you're still going to you're still going <laughs> to yeah. go. Yeah. But at least you know. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're yeah, just, you're, you, you know, know you're prepared. Yeah. You're you not Charlemagne. Prepared. You know Charlemagne. Yeah, they, Charlemagne they, they won't you, let you come ask. on the show. Yeah, they I'm, won't I'm, let. I'm, they're yeah. like because they're like, oh, you can't ask this. Then we're not doing the interview. Exactly. But but that's but they have that power though. They're the Breakfast Club. As an artist, you want to be on that show. Yeah. 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 You do. You want to be on there. So. See, that's, that's what, before we start each episode, you know, anything you don't want to talk about? Like, you know, yeah, no, I feel you. Yeah, so. I like, mean, there's not much I won't talk about. It's just certain things. <laughs> he pleased the fifth. Yeah, you haven't heard it yet, so you good. <laughs> he said, not yet. But wait, there's more. <laughs> it depends on these questions. You <laughs> it depends on these questions, all right. So, um, 
<laughs> I just thought about something real fucking. Get a little feedback from me. A little feedback. Oh, I'm sorry. We good. I'm not bad about that. Man, it's just mm, I, I, unprofessional. I, <laughs> 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 like, could you imagine, like, say for instance, like, for instance, you have Kim Kardashian in the studio, right? Uh, Pre pre sex take Kim Kardashian. This shit like fucking drops while she's in the studio. Like, imagine being on the air with someone like, "Hey, yo, so by the way, uh." Um. You see your phone? Yeah. Phone <laughs> Take your phone right now. Like, how? I wonder what someone's reaction as a DJ, as you know, you know, a radio personality, and them. Like, how would you like? Hey, uh, you want to talk about this, right? Or what? Like, what, what would you do? Like, if you were in a situation like that? You mean like if I'm on air with them and they and then and like something like drops out of nowhere, like some news, sex tape, or, or like something like oh, that. Like, like, oh yeah, no, like, I mean, I mean, we're gonna ask the question. You yeah. can't like. Let's be totally honest. Like, you know, I remember. Uh, I can't remember who the artist was. Something was going on, and they, they hit me up, and they were like, "Yo, but don't bring this up." I was like, "Bro, they, they, like, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way I can have this interview." But what if it's like happens? Like, I'd rather not. I'd rather I'm gonna look stupid for yeah, not asking yeah. the question. I'd rather oh, yeah. not have the interview. And they agreed, and then th- it was cool to ask it because mm. sometimes you just gotta fight for it, yeah, you know, yeah. without trying to lose because. They don't have to do an interview yeah. in Dallas sometimes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like yeah. it's benefiting us to have them on. Yeah. It's like a you know for us it's more of a balance thing. See, more of my question was like if it happened like live on air, like okay, this just broke. Break yeah, the no, news I'm, about I'm gonna bring it up. Yeah, yeah, if you're in there and like, yo, you hear this shit? Like, well, this just happened. How do you feel about it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and just leave it. You know, and then if they say I don't feel like talking about it. Hit the red button. <laughs> wheel, wheel. But I mean, also, again, these are human beings that I'm going to yeah. show s- some kind of respect, respect to because yeah, if yeah. you come in there like, yo, I don't really want to talk about it. Okay. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm not that shot jock. I'm not that. Yeah. It's, and and it's so, I'm not saying that's a bad thing if that's your lane that you're going to ask anyone. No, I don't give a fuck. I'm asking anyway. Okay, cool. Me personally, I'm not going to ask. That's respect. If you ask me not to, I'm, I'm I mean, that's respect. I mean, you gotta you know, respect those boundaries. And I might not ask. get, I might not be getting those ratings because I didn't ask that question. I get it. I understand the 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 negative aspect of of that of not going that extra mile and just mm. saying fuck it and going for it because there can be some benefit to it, you know. Mm. But you know, you start asking me a lot of. I don't want to sit here and talk to you guys about my personal life. Mm. I mean, you could ask me some stuff. But there's some stuff I'm gonna look at you like, nah, I don't, I'm not, I'm not answering that. And you keep asking me, I'm going to get mad and I'm going to leave this to the interview. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like, is that what we're going to, you know, so yeah. it's just, it's a balance, man. It's, it's a, a balance. That, 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 uh, and respecting yeah. human beings because they're all human beings, regardless of what you might think of Kim K or whoever, like, they're still a human being. Yeah. 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 So let's talk about, let, let's run it back real quick. All right. So uh, let's talk about how you got into radio, you know, when you started, you know, walk us through all that right. real quick. All right. So I was in, I went to a business school to get my business administration degree. Uh, Barely graduated high school. Uh, Wasn't much of a school person. Um, My internship teacher was like, hey, try the radio station because me and my brother had performed at some of the school shows and shit in the college or whatever. So I internship at their local radio station in Pittsburgh. It's called Whammo. After the internship, they keep me as a administration person, like doing office stuff, moving fucking you know, entry level position, whatever. I was the runt. I did whatever they fucking wanted there. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole time I'm trying to push my music. That's that was my main goal. Right. Work at the radio station, sneak upstairs, and fucking you know, yeah. you know, <laughs> get your shit played. So we did. Me and my brother made a little bit of noise, like as far as I get making some shit on the air. Um, then I got cool with the radio personality guy. Then I started realizing that maybe I can do it. So while I was working a full time job, 
at the radio station, khakis and button-ups, full-time, nine to five, nothing fancy, just in the office. Mm. I started to, they had a job opening for board op on the weekends and I took it to make extra money. Mm. So I started learning the board. So I'm like, oh, I like this kind of studio thing. This is kind of cool. Mm. And then I caught the bug. So I started doing air checks because I, like, I think I might want to do this. Maybe if I, because Ludacris started radio, mm-hmm. got it. So I was like, yeah. oh, shit, I'm going to do this fucking same thing. Yeah, we'll be just like Luda. You know what I'm saying? He's <laughs> like, yeah, Luda. I remember telling him that. I was like, Luda, I swear to God, I'm going to do it just like you, bro. <laughs> um, I did in one of my interviews with him. I was like, yo, man, I'm going to do it just like you. Uh, <laughs> when he says, Lover Lover doing pretty damn good, that was his radio name, Lover Lover. Ludacris' uh, radio name uh, was Lover Lover. He says that in one of his... Yeah, Lover saying, Lover yeah. doing pretty damn good. That's a line we're saying. That, yeah. you know, oh, wow. That was his radio name. Nice. Anyway, so... Um, started doing the board op. Started doing air checks. <clears throat> there was a boss there at the time who kept coming to me saying, I think you got it. He ends up getting fired. Another one comes in. George Cook, who is the boss at K104. Yeah, I've been here for like over 10 years. After I got hired here, George got hired. I came on the floor like, like almost a year later. Yeah, it was on. crazy, yeah. But George gave me my first shot because George was the new PD. I was doing board, you know, just board op and then turning in air checks. When he got hired, he heard me. One Saturday, I'm in the studio recording with my brother. We just paid 550 for a fucking four-hour block at the fucking studio to record music. And I get a phone call from George on a Saturday night like, yo, I got an emergency. You want to do this Saturday night shift? For like a few hours or whatever. So I'm like, fuck yeah. So I leave the studio. My brother's like, man, fuck it. Who cares? Just go do it, man. Let's go. <laughs> you know, this is going to make us get in. Um, so I go to work. I do the shit for the first time. The next day he calls me. He says, you did good. You got it. It's yours from now on. So now I'm, I'm working a regular job at the radio station, nine to five. But on Saturdays, now I'm Jay Cruz. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. I'm doing the shift. So that grew. George got let go or he left or something like that. The original dude who had faith in me gets the job again first thing he does is gives offers me the night show and i quit the regular nine to five yeah. now i'm full-time night i'm a jock mm-hmm. i do it for like five years number one show for like three four years in a row i was the shit making six figures my life was it do you hear me mm-hmm. i was a big fish in a little mm-hmm. pond it was the motherfucking bomb bro i used to make drug dealers used to give me so much money in the club <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking nuts like seriously man i'd come home with thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars extra cash in my pocket just from shout outs from drug dealers like it was like, like the, the pittsburgh look up pittsburgh it's a tough fucking place man. Yeah, it's yeah. like a lot of fucking just tough place anyway so <laughs> um did it for like five years. One day we get a phone call. Hey, tomorrow, emergency meeting, blah, blah, blah. Boom. They sold the station. Everybody's fired. Like that. Okay? Like mm. that. Like my life changed like that in one day. I remember going to an event. They're like, yeah, Cruz, after the event, come by the station. Come by the station. Boom. Hey, we sold it. Sorry. Here's your uh, severance. Severance. And thank you. Appreciate your, you know, everything you did. That's mm-hmm. it. Boom. So now everybody's got out of a job. They sold it to a Christian sh- station. And everybody, how the fuck are you going to be mad at Jesus, cuz? <laughs> you can't be mad at Jesus, cuz. Oh, my right. God. You can't. You, like, what are you going to be like? Yo, man, fuck. I can't even say it, bro. Yeah, like, fucking yeah. fuck y'all off. I can't do <laughs> Fuck. Right. So uh, six months of unemployment, looking for work, looking for work, sending my resume out to everybody because I didn't want to give up. A lot of times in radio, the thing about radio is if you're scared to move, you cannot survive in this mm-hmm. business yeah. because I haven't met too many radio personalities that have been in it and have a long, long career that only did it in one place. Right. It doesn't, you know, 
doesn't really happen. Right. Let's say your 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 span is a five year span usually in one shift. You can maybe switch shifts to another shift in the same radio station, but five years is what they say is your. Now nah, I've been on longer than that, but they say yeah. that's what your window usually is. So I'm sending out. I mean, bro, I swear to God, that's why I sent like 88, 88 resumes. Like I sent it out everywhere to everyone. I uploaded my shit to everything. So I'm just looking for work, looking for work, looking for work. John Candelario was the PD out here at the time. Had, came across my shit on this thing called Urban Insight or something like that where jocks can post their stuff. And he mm-hmm. saw me on there. And he called me. He said, y'all like your look. Duh, 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 come check me out. He flew me out one weekend. I got on there, did a little something. I was terrible because I was so scared. I hadn't done it so long. <laughs> mm. And it was the South. Like, I'm an East Coast boy like coming yeah. to the South, bro. I was scared as fuck. I was like, what? <laughs> man, I, man, I'm a mob deep, nigga. What the fuck is y'all talking about? Yo, as long as the sun shines to light up the sky, we in this together, son. Yo, beef is mine. Like, I'm a... I'm an East Coast boy, right? Yeah. Like, I even had a thing before. I have, I'm more, I've grown. Like, I was really against anything else. Like, mm-hmm. you really had to spit for me to be like, okay. Like, I was the new, I was an East Coast head, period. Like, if, yo, he's from the South, trash. Like, it didn't matter. No, no, no. I mean, it didn't matter. That's how we were down here, though. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, no, like absolutely. So, it, it's nope. younger, stupid me. I'm yeah. not saying that. I'm, yeah. uh, hip-hop is beautiful yeah. because of the variety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some niggas grow up in the hood. Other, others don't. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, it just, the variety is what makes it beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't, I think Pimp C and Juicy J have just as much of place as Nas and J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Like, they all have their Facts. place. Facts. Period. Yeah. Period. R.I.P. Sweet Jones, baby. Everybody. They all have their place. So, um, shit, where was I? You moving down here. You, and you different, different, different yeah, scenes. Yeah, so I, you flash me down. I go do it for the weekend. Thank you, guys. It's the weed. Uh, <laughs> and then I forget. Uh, uh, I come down. I do it. And he offers me the job. He's like, yo, I got you. Here it is. This is the salary. Come down. Da, 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 da. So I packed up my wife and my kids. And I mean, I wasn't, I'm not still not married, but we've been together. Yeah. We're practically married, but yeah. Um, we all came together. And I've been here over 10 years. I started off as the night show guy. Yeah. For like, <clears throat> what I want to say, about five, what did I do? About six, seven, because I did the Vita Local Morning Show for two years. So, all right. Yeah. So about seven years, I did the night show. Uh-huh. And that's what I came here for. Got you. Then Vita got the opportunity to do the morning show. I, I went with that. her. Yep, yep. We did that for two years. Unfortunately, I didn't finish that and end the way I would have liked it to. Yeah. Uh, but they offered me a job, and now I do nine a.m. to twelve. So was was that hard? Because you, you know you worked with her. You know what I'm saying. Was Doing that hard to like to like? Oh, well, I had, I had what you call survivors survivors remorse. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I felt like because. There was four of us, and two of us got let go. Chaotic is still on. Yeah, he he uh, works the board. He's the producer for the morning show. Uh, it's tough. It's yeah. tough, bro. It's tough. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't say no to it though. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily the shift I want though. Yeah. Nine to twelve mm-hmm. isn't necessarily. That's a little early for me. Like, mm-hmm. not to say that I wanted the night show or or want or I want anybody else's shift. It just wasn't my ideal shift that I would pick for myself. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I was flattered. That they move some stuff around just to keep your boy, because that's yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They that's love. That's you know, love. So. Cut you loose. <laughs> yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah. In a heartbeat, they'll cut you loose, bro. In a heartbeat, but because it's business and you don't take it personal, you just walk out of there like that's all it is. Like it's not like when I got fired from Whammo, I looked at the guy and I was like, Don, Ronald Davenport, one of the first black-owned radio stations in the country, arguably the first commercial black-owned radio station in the country. Period. Mm. And I remember when it was all over, I walked in his office, I was like. 
thanks for having this business for as long as you did. You just, he's like, I want out. I don't want in anymore. So like, what the fuck? What do you say to somebody? Like, you know what I'm saying? I understand that people are losing their jobs and all that shit, but I'm entitled to sell what I created. Yeah. You know, and it's just business. It's not personal. Yeah, because I feel like it's been quite a few changes there at the radio station over the yes, last. Bro, uh, I'm, I, my boss got let go. Yeah, that's just so that. That's the whole the whole furlough and COVID nineteen. Yeah, I was gonna say because I heard like a lot of the DJs that are friends of everybody, us, everybody, yeah, everybody just, promotions department. A lot of people got let go. A lot, just, a lot, a lot, yeah. lot of things happened, and uh, a lot of people got furloughed. So it, it kind of sucked. Yeah, kind of so, sucked. Because um, I remember we had some of the DJs up in here. We were all hanging out like fuck. What the f- yeah, no, it, it like, sucks. It sucks. Uh, they, 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 we got a skeleton crew going on over there right now, and we're all just, to be honest with you, we're all just trying to do our best to keep our jobs. Yeah, right. Because I don't like that's one thing about radio. Even before this, we signed contracts. We signed one, two, three year contracts. Mm-hmm. You know what that's like? It's like playing in the pros. Mm-hmm. Hey, move to Philly. Maybe for a year. Yeah. Cause you might get traded to Arizona next year. Yeah. That's how we live. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, move to Dallas for a two year contract. So you know what? For two years you're good. After those two years, guess what? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you moved here, you packed your shit, you started a life. For two years you've been here. Now it's over. Yeah. Because we've decided to go another direction. We are not gonna resign you in this contract. People are like, oh man, your job's great, and I'm like, yes, it is. But it comes with a different kind of pressure, mm-hmm. bro. And it comes with like your your ratings control your fate. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy when it's not, like not not your performance necessarily, because I could be performing very well, going right. to work on time, great ideas, this and that. But just having a couple weird months where the ratings ain't right, shit can hit the fan. But shit, that's like the same thing with the rap game. You can fucking absolutely be it's even less. It's even less fucking <laughs> yeah. consistent with the rap yeah, game. It's even. You can have the word. I can think your shit is fucking hot garbage. He can think your shit is hot garbage. Mm-hmm. Some white dude over there, I love the fuck out of this. And there are all these white kids are jamming the fuck out of this song. It's catching numbers. Yep. Even though it's trash, it's yeah, still I, catching I, numbers. But again, music, at the end of the day, it's all opinion. Yeah, yeah, Matt, music is all yeah, music opinion. Is it's, it is. Because what you know what you think is trash somebody's like oh my god this yeah. is great i love it like you know i i think a lot of this new the new rappers is they're not my it's not my cup of tea it's mm-hmm. not my cup of tea but at the end of the day mm-hmm. i'm not gonna go out of my way like per se like even a joe button who's really passionate about his opinion and i can be passionate i can mm-hmm. you know i, I have I like, fun I like hating joe. i have fun <laughs> hating on rappers that i don't necessarily like yeah. and i might go over the top and be like yo you whack as fuck that shit is trash I'm just having fun for the moment. Do I actually think that everything you make is trash? I don't think it's trash, but it's not my cup of tea. Because it's still something. You still put music and words over music. Like, you still a harmon. You harmonized it, even though if you're saying, my getting brain, and I give me head, and I don't give up, uh, uh, all my niggas dead, and I... I get it. It's simple. No, I know. That's that's what (laughs) I'm saying, though. But that's art. La 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 la. That's that's the hook. Yeah. So what if yeah, I say so that's the <laughs> fucking hook? Guess what? That's the hook yeah. because that's what art is. You can't tell a fucking painter what to paint. Right. If Picasso listened to people, we wouldn't have Picasso. True. Yeah. People that's- told Picasso that shit. Yo, you saw Picasso. But what the fuck is that, dog? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Was you drunk? Are you blind? The fuck is that? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why art is is. And, and artists don't have any motherfucking 
responsibility to be role models either, bro. Nah, man. If I, I want to paint, I hate when they put that on them. If I want to paint pictures of fucking mutilation, that's what I'm a fucking paint. Period. And if you don't like it, don't look at it. Yep. So I do feel it. Even if you feel like you know, it, we might be like, man, this shit is tr- yo, this is the wackest shit ever. But it's got three hundred thousand downloads. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, <laughs> you don't I like it. Like we that. get it, but yeah, I felt like that about music. But then I'll see how other people vibe to it, and like I'll, I'll come into it with a closed mind. But I see other people liking. I'm like, well, let me listen to it again. I was like that by little baby early in his career. Oh yeah, no, I, I was I, like, I couldn't even hear what he I've was saying because baby. I wasn't into the melodic thing, and then. Oh, little listening. baby, not the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, little, little baby, yeah, little I feel baby. like little baby, you got to pay more attention yeah, to yeah. hear little, what. They, yeah, the baby is more. You can understand them easier, yeah. right? Uh, but little baby, yeah. you got to pay a little, little more baby, attention. Yeah. Just nah, like the Migos, yeah, he flew by me. The Migos do say some shit sometimes. It, you just got you got to. Yeah. If you don't pay attention, you miss it a little bit. I think. No, I'm a fan of little baby. No, I like little baby. Yeah, I like him now. At first, I didn't. Cause I kind of he kind of came in with the, with the mumble rap thing and I, right, I, I right. wasn't feeling it at first mm-hmm. and then I didn't listen to him. Um, you know, the, the like the little Uzi verts, the trippy reds. Like mm-hmm. you know, I I'm be honest with you. Like if somebody said, "What do you think about them?" I got to be totally one hundred. My opinion doesn't matter because I don't know that much about them and I haven't heard that much of them to give you a totally honest opinion of them. Yeah. But from what I've heard. It, not and I'm not hating on them. I'm just I haven't. From what I've heard, it hasn't made me run to them and go check them out. That's right, what right, I'm right, saying. Right, 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 right. But I might be missing out. I'm not saying they're, you know. But they, you know, would they make my top? No. And I'm also an older age. So again, like we can get it. Like music can be so opinions can be attacked so badly. So that's why I'm trying to say it carefully just in case this shit blows up and everybody gets to hear it. <laughs> but I also got to blow on- up, sir. But I got to be honest, sir. Absolutely. Oh, there you go. But, you know, I got to be honest. Like, you know, I just, I don't listen to a lot of that shit. Have you ever like been like somewhere like live at a club and like, I guess someone paid to get their song played or whatever and he was like, yeah, yeah, what you think of this? Yeah, shit, it's tight, bro. Yeah, it's tight, bro. You ever been like, Having to lie somebody like yeah yeah. I will say this thing. I don't DJ. I'm not a DJ. So if I'm at the club, I'm hosting. Yeah. I got the mic, so I ain't got no problem shouting you out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but they're like, yo, will you play my shit. I'd be like, I I don't DJ, bro. Yeah. I'm over here at the bar with you. I'm not a fucking DJ. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> play what? Yeah, yo, go go get the DJ now. If I I look out for DJs, like I'll be like, you know what? Mostly, you know, DJs hate playing songs they ain't never heard before. I'm just gonna throw that out there for you. Like, you expect me to play a song I've never heard before right now? And then, and then you expect me to do it for a hundred dollars? Like, I somebody be like, yo, a hundred bucks, cause that's a lot of money. No, I get it, it is, but. 20, if you really want a, a DJ to play that shit, yeah. show him a hundred dollar bill. That motherfucker really might play it. Yeah. Cause yeah. some DJs really gonna look at that shit like, oh, I really need this. Let me play this shit. And they're gonna play it. I've seen that shit yeah. happen. I've seen dope boys walk up to the booth, give slip that hundred dollars and that hundred dollar bill makes that shit happen. But you technically just wasted a hundred dollars, bro. Yeah. If you gotta pay to get your shit played every time, it's not booming. Yeah, true. If the fucking crowd's not asking, listen, bro, mm. just make a song that people want and you don't got to pay shit. DJs who don't like you will play it. You hear me? <laughs> DJs who don't actually like you will be forced to play your shit. Because if I'm DJing for 300 people and they're all asking for XY, but I don't like XY, I'm going to pay XY. Yeah. Because I don't yeah. have a choice. But I just, the mentality of paying for plays and I'm not talking about payola on the radio I'm talking about in the club 
it, it irks me a little bit because in the beginning maybe to get it going but if you got to yeah. consistently pay for the play right. it's not working yeah. it's not working maybe at first just to get it going yeah. but after that like if it doesn't if they're still charging you every single time and you're just a payday for them dummy yeah stop okay. that all right so let's, let's, let's pick the scenario all right we go take j cruz the rapper all right so j cruz the rapper take the knowledge of j cruz the radio personality now Oof. now you want to be an artist how would you go about it now? Taking what you've learned from the radio and applying it to being an artist, what, what, would, what would you do? Uh, one of the first things I would do, which I feel like we did when I was younger in my career as, a, as an artist, was I let outside influences and my job affect the kind of music we was making. Me and my brother was real lyrical dudes. We used to just like have so much fun and just being lyrical and just like doing our thing. But when I started working in radio, I started seeing a different I wanted radio I mm. wanted my shit to be playing in the clubs and mm. we didn't necessarily make club music almost like J. Cole J. Cole doesn't really make club music right mm. you don't we don't go to the yeah. club and bump J. Cole as much I mean we hear a song there and there but you know Young Thug Migos like that's more turn up club shit I let outside influences influence my creativity and my angle that I approached it. And I used to go to the studio thinking about making a hit and not being artistic. Mm. And I think that fucked us up. It fucked up the music because I hear the music at the end of our career and then I hear the music in the beginning and I like the music in the beginning way more than the music in the end. I like some of the stuff in the end, don't get me wrong, but I felt that I, we, we lost ourselves a little bit trying to fit in to get on and I get it because when you're an artist and you're in your street when you're an artist trying to also be in the business you have to approach it a little bit differently but I would always do my best to never lose your artistic integrity ever always be true to you because that, if you make it like that you're good you're on for life if, if your fans actually love you for you and not some gimmick that you put together if they yeah. actually love you for you you're, you're on for life you're on for life. That fan base will be there for you forever. See, like, can you uh, kind of expand on that type? Mm -hmm. I'm saying, you know, you guys, you know, original Houston. You know what I'm saying? Y'all help put Texas yeah. rap on the map, in my Whoa. opinion. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? What's it like now? You done got back in the game now. You know, you know, you took some time <laughs> away to do some other things. Now you're back in the game. Like, how, would, how does that feel? Saying, yo, man, it's good to hear music from you again. Like, what, what, what's that feeling like? Well being in it early and coming taking time off and coming back you kind of you got to kind of recreate it and like me i listen like i listen to all music so like even that little baby story is like i had to go back and like listen to people who you gotta really you gotta think about are you in it for the money or are you in it for the love right like there's there's a there's a difference yeah there's a difference mm -hmm. you know and um coming back now i was trying to figure out how to do it as a business so it was money of all and i had to kind of find a sound within today's music Cause I came from, I came up Swisher House, screwed up click like them years, mm. you know, and freestyling and everything was slowed down. I didn't really like it, but that's what was going on at that mm. time. Then I moved to Dallas, uh, signed with George back in oh George Lopez back in 05, uh when DSR started their run, right? And um, <clears throat> so took some time off, started again about two years ago, and. One thing I've always knew, I had to look back at what how we started. We was rapping on popular beats, just freestyling, you know what I'm saying? And so I figured now I've got to find a really good producer or two or three 
and first start with that because the music has the quality wise the beat got to sound good because how many people you heard with excellent lyrics mm-hmm. But you really don't even get to them because the the damn beat. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Well, the sound. Thank you. Yeah, the sound has changed. Yeah. in general, it's yeah. different. Uh, so, it's and that was kind of like my thing when I when I spoke with. Um, I don't know if you know. You know, Jay Oliver. Yeah, that's my man. Yeah, that's my man. Um, so like you know, my manager kind of introduced me to him. I ain't know him. I I knew some He's songs super he did. Talented, man. Yeah, I knew some yeah. songs he did. So I I knew of him. Didn't think I could afford him at the time, but. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked, sat down, man, went through some music, did a song, and I was like, whoa. But what I told him was, I say, man, I need, I want to sound relevant musically, but I'm still telling my story. And, like, the first song we came up with, like, I never worked with a producer who write, who song write. And, yeah, yeah. Like, like he, he just, just helped put the, yeah, he helped put the hook together, like, off a conversation. A conversation we had, like, played the song, and I was like, man, this is that I'm thinking. And so, before you knew it, he was like, hey, what you think about this? And so, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, all right, we'll put this in. And then it was like, just like that work together yeah know, and it was it, it was dope and so but again and his beats have a level of quality yeah, yeah that's just what i'm saying they like, just sound that different they sound different yeah they have, they and have um quality yeah and so and i used to work with Sally williams back in the day who did a lot of that you know slim thug and mike jones those you know uh what sitting sideways all those big mode song mm-hmm. you know from rec shop back then so you know he taught me a lot about how to hear sonically good music and um, but it's difficult now because so many people do rap music right now. You mean everybody's an artist? Yeah, yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody can sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love then, people. I love people who find out they can sing when they're thirty-five. Yeah, but they're thirty-eight years old. Like, oh my god, I didn't know I could sing. Yeah. Look, I just wanna know. Like boys, so like, yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> out of tune on it. Just out of tune on it. That's it. Everybody yeah. out of tune. Out of tune. They turn everybody. Oh, Cruz, I can sing now. I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, I didn't know. Listen, listen, and I play, and it's full of auto tune, and I'm just like, yeah. oh god, get out. Yeah, even that. Like, that's that's another thing. Like, you know, just having that. But don't use it. There's tons of artists yeah. out here that. My thing is like. Like everybody grabs the auto tune and uses the auto tune. You don't have to. I understand no. that you. It's part of this new sound that it is here. You know of hip hop right now. It's and I get it. Yeah. But you don't have to use it. There's are there are artists that don't use it. You know. Yeah. Uh, but everybody leans toward it right now because it's just like I think it's you know yeah. it's the thing to do. Yeah. Uh, that and I, I, any other advice I would give them from the knowledge that I've I've learned uh, would be. Uh, you know, it's just, it's different because my advice 10 years ago would be different than now. You know, right. before I'd be like, yo, print up 10,000 CDs, go hit the road for a little bit. You That's know, what we but, did. Uh, yeah, you know, that kind of shit, that guerrilla marketing, that in your face yeah. thing, where now do I, do, do people necessarily have to live on the road? I think for the purpose of performing, you should always try to perform in different cities. Yeah. It, you don't, there's no greater impact than you actually performing your art in front of someone yeah period especially if it's good right you can come across a video or you could like somebody could tell me about you and that's dope but if i actually see you it's a different impact yeah. you know yeah. so i do feel that's very important performing is important traveling is important and consistency using social media mm-hmm. or not using it if that's your gimmick and eh, it can work whatever uh I, but my main advice would be like make sure the product is something they like before you go investing all this time and money and all this shit into it. It's almost like fishing. Like, mm-hmm. go, you know, th- throw it out there, see what happens. If if nobody, if the people don't bite, why go shoot a $10,000 video for it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why yeah. push it for another three months? Mm-hmm. Like, music comes out too fast. There's too many yeah. artists. Just throw shit out there. See what bites. See what bites. I mean, that, that would be my advice in, in a lot of ways. 
I mean, shit. Because I remember, like, say for instance, like, let's see, about 10 years ago, I remember when Wiz started to blow up. I remember him being in Dallas. Yeah, no, I've often. heard the stories. That, that yeah. He used to come here and do shows for like 100 people. Yeah. Like, I remember. But then he would come back every three months. He'd keep coming back, keep yeah. coming back. He'd keep dropping projects and keep coming back, keep dropping. And then when I moved here, when I came here for the job, Wiz was coming here selling out arenas at the time. Mm-hmm. And I, that people used to be like, yeah, man, but Wiz been coming here for years. And I'd be like, really? That's crazy. So he was in Pittsburgh doing shows in Dallas. We didn't know about it at that yeah. time. But that's how, you know, it's yeah. that work, bro. It's that, you know, it like, can happen overnight. You can go viral, but it doesn't happen for everyone. Hard work, yeah. dedication, years on years of, of dropping music. And, you know, look at Big Crit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. Big Crit, right? But has is Big Crit mainstream? By no means. No means. But everybody knows. You it. think yeah. he's work? You think he works a regular nine to five? Nope. 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 You yeah, think he makes money yes. or living off of his music? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's different levels to this, mm-hmm. right? Like I said, if your fan base loves you for who you are to your core, my nigga, they can sustain your career. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Facts. Like it's like for me, you know, I'm so happy I've had the opportunity to see so many artists like grow from like nothing to yeah, something. Yeah. Like I remember seeing Drake in Houston, like. Yeah, religiously, like being just really nobody. Just is that the Degrassi kid? Like, I got remember. Right, 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 like, no, I remember. Absolutely. Oh, I remember Yellow Beezy. I got videos with years ago. Yellow Beezy before Yellow is Beezy. Yeah, yeah. Trap Boy Freddie, uh, yeah. Mo Three. Like all three of these guys are are like a, a, a respected artists in their field. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I, I remember all of them. I got old interviews with all these guys. But this was years ago. You got a consistency, all that. But at the end of the day, bro doesn't guarantee you shit right i I remember when i was in my 20s you couldn't tell me we wasn't gonna make it if you Mm -hmm. met me in my 20s i'd look you in the face i'd be like bro i promise you on everything i'm we gonna be on with it you hear me ain't nothing (laughs) nothing you say anything you do to stop me from making it because i'm gonna make it period my veins will pop out of my neck and everything because i said it with so much passion like shyla bluff but guess what do it guess what guess what Mm-hmm. I didn't make it. I feel you. <laughs> I didn't make it. We Bro, didn't make it. Me I, I and my brother didn't make it. Boy was gonna be out there with Hov one day. <laughs> I knew it. We didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, again, you said the key thing is levels. You know what I mean? You gotta yeah. you gotta figure out where you want to be. Like what success means. Well, not even where you want because you might yeah. want to be on Drake level, but that's not for you. You're yeah, you're yeah. on Big Crit level. You're and yeah. I'm not taking any away. I'm just saying yeah, as yeah. far as like superstardom yeah. or whatever, or like, like uh, popularity. Tech nine. Yeah, you can tell like currency. Like tech nine. Fucking Tech Nine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tech Nine makes the Forbes list. Okay. Yes. He, that dude has made so much fucking money. Nope. I've never listened to a whole album. Nope. <laughs> I've never listened to a whole album. Nope. Is he an amazing MC? Absolutely. Yeah. His wordplay is phenomenal. Does his style get on my nerves? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Why, that's why I'm not a big yeah. fan of him. Yeah. It's something about a little bit. It's too much for me sometimes. Yeah. But other that's people. Why. He is a god. He is the best rapper that has ever walked this earth. And you know what? He's entitled to that because he worked for it. Who's the best rapper? Who are your top 10? That's all opinion, bro. Now, if we're talking numbers, who sold the most, that's different. But if you say, if you ask a human being, well, who's your favorite rapper? That's a fucking opinion. A lot of people are going to say Tech 9 though. Mm-hmm. And that's why he makes a Forbes. That's why he sells out arenas by himself. Yeah. Russ, same thing with Russ. Russ is mm-hmm. like that. Russ, I heard something funny about Russ the other day. All he talks about being independent, but he talks about it a lot because what he has accomplished 
I mean, yeah. he's made more money yeah. than the dude you see the label drop with a hot single. Yeah. yeah. Promise yeah. you them niggas making more money than those guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that Drake thing he said was like, ooh. <laughs> That's true, though. Ooh, like, if Drake, yeah. you know, would have dropped the shit on his own, he fucked the whole music industry up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that goes to show you, though, the power is back into the artist. Th that, that whole, man, radio will show me, that shit's an excuse. My thing is, like, r artists are running out of excuses now a little mm -hmm. bit. The way the power has shifted over back to the artist, what's your excuse now for not being popular? Oh, I got a single, bro. I need some help getting it out there. What? W what do you mean? Well, it's not really doing anything. So, what are you saying? Well, I, I feel like I need more help getting it out there. By doing what? No, I'm just, and I'm, yeah. and I, no, because I what, by me playing on the radio once or twice, you think that'll get it out there? Because it's not. That's yeah. not, that's yeah. not going to get it out there. Yeah. It's not. Time has changed. It's you know, different, it's right? Changed, Bro, yeah. Nobody tunes into the fucking radio to hear a new song. Everybody runs to their phone, man. Everybody's yeah. like this. You, don't, you go to, right? you go to like, TikTok. I'm not here for the fucking <laughs> excuses anymore. Man, you go to you TikTok don't. to hear a new song. Right. <laughs> My city's full of haters, man. Nobody wants to show anybody love. That's, that's the favorite one right there. Yeah. Every city is full of everybody. Everybody from every city says the same thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. They be like, "Oh man, Atlanta shows love." You think hot Atlanta rappers just do songs with random Atlanta rappers, or do they only do songs with hot other like, up and coming ones? Like, if I got a new single and it's buzzing, yeah, Ti might do a song with me because the singles buzzing mm -hmm. it's not like ti randomly just walks around and does a song with every artist in atlanta yeah. Yeah. because yeah. they show love to each other unless no. they get paper though no now if the paper's, paper's right, different that's yeah. different though that's different but again when you're when you're paying you paying for things can help but when organically things happen that's better yeah that's mm -hmm. way better because a nigga fucking with the, he fucking with you just off of gp because the shit's boom oh yeah yeah oh yeah yeah man your song jamming i heard you yeah come in come to the studio let's fuck around Hey yo, I got my boy here. He wants to pay ten thousand dollars for that session's gonna be totally different. Cause oh, yeah. Man, yeah. I promise you, when you guys meet, that that session's not gonna be. That's business. That's different. Yeah. I might do the eight bar leave. You know, whatever. I don't know. Oh, I've heard that. What was that? Uh, Fabulous said <laughs> Wayne did that to him. I think he said. Yeah, yeah. Fabulous yeah. said Wayne did that, or no, somebody else did that. But or uh, Travis. Um, Travis. T Pain said Travis Scott yeah, stood him up Travis. or fell asleep yeah. in the studio or something. Whatever. I mean, whatever. <laughs> like I said it reminded me of that Jay Z when he had a pop style. And oh, they were like, yeah, like yeah. four bars or some shit was just off the song. That's like, it. that's it, bro. That's it. I'm done. Four, four bars, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so it, it's different. It's different, bro. And and you have to be a thinker. You don't have to necessarily be book smart, but you gotta be a thinker, man. You gotta be a thinker. You gotta it's just it's so much work people don't understand how much fucking work it takes man you gotta mm -hmm. live that life you gotta be an artist like like it's all the way though you gotta go all the way you gotta go all the way you know so what we're gonna do real quick is you know we had the home you know big tight you know 1205 you know one of the original freestyle kings in the building right now um he he came through you know brought a little single you know he did you know introduced his single uh we're gonna play this you know what i'm saying come back talk to you about that and Couple yeah, more questions. We're gonna wrap this up. All, All right. right. So introduce this for me, Big Tight. Hey, what's good? It's your boy Tight. Can't say the tight without the twelve oh five. It's my latest single, getting paid, featuring my brother from another mother, Mr. Charlie Boy. Yeah. R.I.P. Bushwick Bill. Tight. Yeah. I got my family with me. Charlie Boy. Hey, 
burn yeah. In the whip, super fly. I'm about to go and get another bag from my guy. Blowing on some king, cause I ain't gon' lie. My little Cali bra, I like to keep a nigga high. Blow a couple bags, throw a party in the hood. Cup full of yaks, so you know I'm feeling good. It's money over bitches, no confusion understood. But if she a baddie, I hit her with the wood. Big bell buckle, so you know I'm from Texas. Got my bag and count this money like blessings. Yeah. Hey, get money all day, get money all night. Sip my drink, hope, let's get right. Getting paid, I'm getting paid. Roll one up, let's catch this flight. Pour another cup, hope, let's get right. Getting paid, I'm getting paid. A top down, I got paper on the way. If it ain't money, I'm alive. But what I hate to say, but what I hate to say. Fuck what I hate to say. Yeah. Big bowling, smashing, making ends. Bitch, don't call and quick pass. I'ma take a friend. Pillars and bowl, not at all. I don't take a pin. Hollers get loud, we scratch out, blowing in the wind. Four walls closing in, now we blow the roof. Hustlers stacking in, so we show the proof. Money green and my diamonds blue. If you forgot your punch, y'all ain't got a problem reminding you. Money all day, get money all Unless we jump on the flight, pass the city, see the lights, through the clouds, what a sight, posted at the four seasons, oh, what a night, I'm coolin' with a little bitch, bad body right, we was going at it like a 12-round fight, she rode a nigga hard like a damn Harley bike, we had a little fun, but I gotta play a caution, when you get money, bitches, how you taking losses, had to let her make it, little bro, she was flawless, money on my mind, back to chillin' with the bosses, get money all day, get money all night, Sip my drink, hope, let's get right. Getting paid, I'm getting paid. Roll one up, let's catch this flight. Pour another cup, hope, let's get right. Getting paid, I'm getting paid. Get money all day, get money all night. Sip my drink, hope, let's get right. Getting paid, I'm getting paid. Yeah, that's getting paid by the homie tight. Yeah, yeah, Charlie boy. You know what I'm saying? I remember we was at a we was at Concrete Cowboy in Frisco. Like that should like go last down. Week. Yeah, that shit was in there. I was like, oh, what? Yeah, they show a little bit of love. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I made a relationship with the DJs, man. That be in and out of there and a couple other spots because I live out, you know, and prosper. So I'd be oh, okay. in Frisco a lot. Okay. And um, <clears throat> you know, just chopping it up with some of the DJs. Up, out but, there. Uh, chaotic, chaotic lives in uh, Frisco. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah no, I, I like to join. That was that was jamming. I mean, yeah, obviously, it was, was, was like classic feel, yeah. but with like a new vibe, like the beat. Yeah, that was Jay out. Oliver. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he had he said that to the, to the yep. game. He told me, man, and he didn't really bite on it. And when he played it, I was like, oh, nah, give me that, bro. <laughs> I got too much history. <laughs> give me that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's definitely uh, the an old school, new school vibe. Like, it, it yeah. sounds newish. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, he, he switched that yeah, up. Yeah, that's exactly how I was, I was telling him, you know what I'm saying? I want to sound 
Current. 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 Yeah, Musically. Yeah, yeah. And then, Cause, you know. Because beats can sound dated. Yeah, like, you yeah. can tell, oh, like, yeah. yo, man, bro, you, how old are you, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I'm 40, so. I can, I can tell, bro. I can tell. MD4LB. Yeah, it's like, it's just, you know, like, like dudes would send me a song and they'd be like, riding on my phone. And I'm like, man, you know, bro, that, bro. yeah, I was like, yo, you know that, 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 that sounds kind of like. Dead right now. <laughs> I sounded like when I was in Houston. No, that's what I get it. You know, but it, even Houston, young dudes in Houston ain't sounding like that right now. Nah. Mm. Yeah. Nope. It's just all about that Travis Scott sound mm-hmm. right there down there in Houston right now. Yeah, it's just it's man, I, like it's it's crazy because back in the day, you could di- you could differentiate where rappers were from. And mm-hmm. nowadays it gets it's a little it's harder. really yeah. yeah you can't tell anymore because the sound is so like meshed and yeah. people and people are trying so many different things from every coast right that you could be like man he sound like he from Memphis or be like oh he's from Mississippi or like oh he sound like he's from here see, or that's the difference in music though it's like back in the day everybody wanted to represent you had your sound. own sound you had, right, yeah, right, right. East coast. West was you, got West. Us, you know yeah. the drums and yeah. you know the delivery boom bap boom bap yeah. yeah a lot of boom bap and shit and you know LA they had you know uh, they had their sound yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Then we had our thing, and then you know you had the other south. And now it's blending more. Yeah. It's more of a big blend of doesn't matter where you're from. You yeah. know, I can't even tell if a dude's from New York anywhere. Sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't. And back in the day, you could tell. Oh, no you problem. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's oh, like, yeah. where are you from? Oh, for real, Dave East. Right, Dave East. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. New York to the core, man. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> he don't. He ain't gonna change for nothing. On the cool, if I didn't know Pop Smokes, I thought he was from Chicago Pop, yeah, when I, I first like Pop, heard him. Yeah, you, know? you might not know about yeah. It's I feel the like dr- it was that drill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like okay, when yeah. I first heard, like what is that? It could be from somewhere. Yeah, you know, for sure. But it's like also back in the day, I felt like all the niggas like up in the East Coast, y'all want to be the king of the East Coast. I'm the king of New York. I'm well, the king of this. It, it was about being the best being spitter. The best. Yeah. Being the best was about who was the best spitter. Like, niggas argue all day about who's the best best yeah, MC. Yeah. AZ, uh, Jay-Z, Biggie, and Nas. Yeah. Like, you know, that was the argument. Who is the best MC? Not who sold yeah. the most, who has the best beats. Mm-hmm. Who is the, the best matter. Yeah. MC? <laughs> and that's what we were important. But then the South came around. Everybody you know, hopped in, everybody. Yeah. But my, no, no, I, I feel like when it happened, again, again, all opinions here, but uh, the South made, I, I feel like at one point they, they brought dancing and they made the beat and dancing and important again. Yeah, yes, where New York fun. was so Serious. stuck on just being the dopest yeah. lyricist. The Southern, like, you know, like, um, lean with it, rock with it, yeah. all that shit, and my white tee, like, they yeah. brought, I, I remember saying it, like, wow, the South is bringing dancing back to videos, like, in a major yeah. way. That's why Fat Joe joined with that lean back was yeah. so hard, yeah. man, because he, you know, he made you... They but, just don't dance. You know what I'm saying? But that shit was right. hard, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, you know, I felt like it brought that back to it. Like, the, the first time, I remember the, one of the first times I realized that Southerners could rap. This is funny. Was Outkast's mm-hmm. first album. The South got something What? Andre 3000? I was like, Boy. who is this and guy? And he never gets mentioned oh in the top, bro. Like, oh, oh. Wait, wait. He, well, he gets probably mentioned in my you. top. Yeah, oh, you, you, you get Andre it. I do too. There's certain but, names that are, yeah. that's off the top. And yeah. he didn't even, arguably. And he don't even try, it seems like. That's what, no, no, arguably, he didn't give us enough yeah. to technically be named the, I mean, well, as a group, what? how many albums they give us? One, two, three, four. Speaker box, he wasn't rapping. You know, yeah, he didn't really yeah, rap in yeah, speaker true, box unless true. for one song. I think he just yeah. rapped on one song. But 
I'm just saying, like, you could argue that he by himself didn't put out enough that's as true, a that's rapper true. to. Yeah, because Big Boy kept going solo and right, Andre kind of chilled he out. He did all yeah. the Hey, y'all. He reminded oh, you true. on that damn UGK song, though. Yeah. Did you ever hear the story about that? Oof. Y'all ever hear the story about International Players Anthem? Mm-mm. So here, here's the story that I've heard was that, you know, because Pimp C, he was a producer, you know, he made a lot of yeah, or whatever. Right, he did. So he, you know, he sent it over to Andre 3000, and, you know, there's no beat really. And Andre 3000's verse, mm-hmm. they said it was, it was supposed to be a beat in that point. Andre was like, "Take the beat out, take the beat out." So now listening to that to that it's verse, not, it's very empty when he mm-hmm. raps. It's just like the ah. Uh, but it make you really listen to him though. But it make you listen to <laughs> him. <laughs> so if you heard that voice over a rap, you'd have been like, "What the?" It's f- Andre. It probably would have took away if it had. It would have took away from him. So too much. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I I believe that beats sometimes are too busy. Yeah. Producer sometimes a symbolic one. You guys know a symbolic one? Mm-hmm. Symbolic one, the producer, the famous. You guys don't know symbolic one? You, y'all need to get symbolic one in here. Symbolic one has, has produced for Jay Z beyond him and Jay Z are friends. Yeah. He's produced for Jay Z, Beyonce. He mm-hmm. spent a week in Europe with Madonna. He lives here in yeah. Dallas. He has a we picture. Got a lot of producers. He has in a Dallas, picture bro. walking up some steps, and at the top of the steps, it's Jay Z like this with his hands out, ready to hug him. Okay, like this dude. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not kidding. Like he spent a a whole week in Europe with Madonna Damn. making music Ooh. and his name's Symbolic One look him yeah, up I know from here I know yeah, Symbolic yeah. One is a shit oh, yeah. amazing producer amazing producer there's a lot of famous Dallas producers. got a lot of big producers so we don't here, be man. knowing about Yeah, I mean That's, not yeah. that you don't know about it's just they're, they're behind the scenes people not even just producers just famous people in general you wouldn't even fucking think of oh that live here live yeah like yeah, there are some yeah. you know what I'm saying it's, you don't hear about them though. but you know what they don't do they don't party here mm. no Celebrities don't party here. Celebrities don't, celebrities don't come here to party. And that's why the Mavericks could never get any fucking basketball players to come here. Like, hey, well, as a basketball player, I mean, you're a 20 year old. Where do you want to live? Miami or Dallas? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you want to live in New York City or, or whatever. I mean, you know, but um, da- Dallas isn't a, a hot uh, spot for like celebrity party yeah. life. That's yeah. all. So, like, they live here. They might have a home in wherever, Frisco or yeah. some other. But they don't they don't party here. Cause like I was talking to uh, the big homie Sean Marion one time, he's like, man, I never understood why athletes would want to come play here. He's like, for me, San Francisco, I played in California, off the rip, I'm paying those state taxes. Mm-hmm. He's like, then if you take my investments and you, I'm tax on there. It's like I don't get why people would want to fucking come to Dallas. Yeah, but yeah. I, he's like, I kind of you know I kind of get it. It's, but then I told him like, here's my argument. I was like, if you're an athlete and you come to Dallas, you know what you're already competing with. The Cowboys. You yeah, can't, absolutely. You can't fucking compete with the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, nothing can. I think the only person that could probably compete with the Cowboys is LeBron James. Yeah, he would yeah, have maybe. to come here. Yeah, he would have yeah. to come here. Yeah. He would have to be here. That would be the only other athlete that could compete head-to-head with the Dallas Cowboys. It's fucking LeBron maybe James. LeBron. <laughs> That's funny. Maybe LeBron. One, one guy. Yeah. Like, one guy. One guy by himself and shit. Everyone else is just going to be second fiddle. Yeah. To that, to, yeah. So a lot of these athletes, especially basketball players, they want to go to the city where, like, you know, I'm. Oh, no, I get it. I get it's it. It's my shit. Bro. It's like, more. It's, it's sounds like a better time. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you one more question here before uh, we wrap this up. All right. So you know, you know, we still got the little quarantine action kind of going on. All right. So what's that been like for you? And you know, I know you're a family man. You know. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know your kids have been at the house. Tell us about what the, has that been like. I'll tell you the funniest thing I've done during quarantine I, is I built a bike rack out of wood, like from my garage. I built a bike rack, and then I built a gaming chair for one of my boys, like 
out of wood because I we ended up getting a new fence, and the guy left over a lot of wood. Yeah. So I looked on what I what I've been doing is I'll go on YouTube and look look at how to do videos. Yeah. I literally made a bike rack. It holds five bikes. Oh wow! In my garage. Wow. And I made my child a a a, a chair. A, a, a motherfucking chair. Like, I swear to God, bro. Like, is that a wood chair? Is that pictures. I do have pictures of it. Yeah, well, it's a wood chair. I put, I put some cushions for it. Oh. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole, Ray. Okay. I was just wondering. Jesus. You sit in those things for you hours. Know, but you know, many, this furniture is made out of wood. I, I, so I, 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 no, I commend you. That's 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 Yeah, no, it's just funny. I just, I've been like, you know, I just I had some extra time on my hands, so I no. did that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been... Um, it's been a uh, uh, sucks in a yeah. way, right? It yeah. sucks. We're stuck at home all the time. Uh, I feel like you know I've gotten I'm, I'm real close with my boys anyway, so I don't. I'm not. I'm a full time dad, right? So I don't feel like I was missing out on anything. It's more like fuck. Can I get a break? You know what I mean? It's like the opposite for me. It's not like I was already putting in full work, and now you're like, oh, full work plus another three hours, four or five hours a day of them. Oh, yay! That's great. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, uh, yeah, I just, uh, it's, you know, it, it had, it, I know for some people, quarantine has pushed people apart. I don't think it has done that for us. Yeah. It's just, you know, we're just, we're, everything's good at home. We're just yeah. blessed, bro. I'm still happy to have a job still. Yeah. I, just, Amen, I, mean, right? I feel bad for other people, to be yeah. honest with you. I, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and complain yeah. about what's going on in my life because I know a t- yeah, people from, blessing. yeah, and the people like in lower uh, economic brackets are really fucking having a hard time. Yeah, right yeah. Yeah. Like somebody making forty, thirty thousand dollars right now is fucking having a hard time so i for me uh other yeah i've just been building shit (laughs) (laughs) so uh have the kids had to do like the online class yeah the the fucking tutoring at home is the worst fucking look god bless teachers man god bless teachers every teacher on this planet is a is a sacred (laughs) being and we should praise them and we should we should start a fund for them more. Yes, we should. We should <laughs> pay them more. We should we should cook for them. We yeah. should fucking <laughs> straight up. We should fucking pick them up and take them to school in the morning. And Man, I, I, home tutoring is tough. And I don't even have to. I'm not the one that really does it. Yeah. Like wifey does it most of it. But yeah. I've tried a couple times. One, I, it makes me feel dumb as fuck. <laughs> right, right. Like I got this. I got my uh, my ten year old. My middle child is really super smart. Yeah. Like he don't need no help. Like. Mm. You just show him, he go over there, he'll help us. But like I've tried <laughs> to help him sometimes and I like I'll read it, I'll be like Well, I'm a fucking dummy because I don't know what hey. the fuck this is right here, bro. I can't even help you with this shit. Shit, when y'all have one of your parents like if Johnny has four apples Yeah, you get frustrated, bro. Bro, that's yeah. me. I just couldn't even do it anymore because, like, I, I get so frustrated, like, bro, you just read it. It right. says it right. Yeah. I'm done. Well, that's how it is with the seven-year-old. The seven-year-old don't like school. He don't mind. Youngest yeah. don't like. He's not a school person. You know, he really don't like school. So with him, it's even harder because it's just question right and bust your back in your head. If Johnny has four apples and you take away one, underline right here where it says underline it, circle it. Okay, now. Bruh, and, and, and you know, us, us get, us getting That's frustrated. why we need to pay them more, dog. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember, I walked up to a teacher when this shit first started happening, and I walked up to her and I was like, "I, I you guys deserve more credit." She was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you finally see what it's like." Mm-hmm. She's like, "You know how many?" Because imagine this is just and, yours. They got a yeah. classroom of them. At one like, time, she was like, "You know how many bad as shit?" Yeah, oh, yours. 
No, I'm saying no. I don't have the kids. Oh, I'm oh. Just saying they. Uh, she said to me, she was like, "You know how many parents think their kids are angels?" <laughs> She's like, "You know how many parents that like, we tell them what their kids do, and they're like, no way, no my way. kid would never.' They're like, you don't even know. <laughs> no, like, oh my god, yeah, it's crazy. You know, home tutoring is crazy, and I'm different. They'd be like, oh, he's such an angel. When? Yeah. yeah. Well, I need to just move him in up here. Then. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's crazy. See, but it's but you know what I'm saying? Like how many perks sometimes those teachers do get like. Well, depending on the school district they're in. Yeah, like my yeah, ex, yeah, depending on the school district. Yeah. My, yeah, ex, yeah. my ex-girlfriend, she teached in Castle Hills. Mm-hmm. Out there. She yeah. taught. Yeah, taught. taught. <laughs> yeah. Get it. Slow clap. Slow clap. Slow clap. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ray. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, you said your ex right now. I see why. He set himself up. He's like, yo, you know, y'all, I dated a teacher, but I didn't pay enough attention to her. We didn't work out. So she taught. There you go. Sorry. In Castle Hills. Right. And like, you don't understand, like, ooh, them white families, they are so fucking generous to the teachers. We had gift cards for this, this, this is like, yeah, baby, get all right, that stuff. Right, right, Bring right. that to yeah. the house. Yeah. We, I wouldn't pay for about zero dates. I'm like, get them gift cards. Yeah, right, like, right. We're going to two for, is it two for one at AMC? Yeah. Get that gift card, yeah, baby. It ain't like that for all teachers. No. I guarantee no. that. There's some school districts where they're paying, you know, they're paying out of pocket for supplies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so Yeah, that's crazy. It's tough. It's tough. I, I feel teachers need to be get paid more, I think, and I, and I know, like, I do feel like the police system that we have does need changed. But yeah. if it, if yeah. the system was good, I feel like cops should get paid more. Facts. Uh, yeah. and like, well, you could hire better qualified ones also. Well, if, if, that, if, if, what if their that's, kids got went, got to go to school for free or had health? Had, like, yeah. you know, you know, politicians, kids go, like kids get free health care yeah. and all this other shit. And I'm like, well, what? maybe maybe somebody who's like cops should get that kind of thing. Not a politician yeah. to me. You know what I mean? Right. I mean I'm not I'm not trying to say uh I agree that the system is bad, but I do yeah. feel that sometimes it just it doesn't. So I, mean, I have a feeling that's a whole nah, other. I mean, it, it is. 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 It would yeah. be. Yeah. yeah. It definitely would be. <laughs> so I want to say thank y'all so much for both of y'all coming out. Coming yeah, absolutely. Around. I always Great love podcast. it. So you know what I'm saying. You know, before we wrap it up, I'm gonna say if y'all want to have, if y'all had to just give some advice to anyone about anything in life, what would your advice be to someone right now? My main advice would be uh, chase whatever dream you have and I, I don't promise you you will get exactly what you're looking for but I promise you you will be in the ballpark of what you chased yeah do you understand what I mean mm-hmm. right do you, yeah. that's, if that makes sense yeah that makes mm-hmm. yeah, perfect sense tight hey man you know you probably you, I think y'all might have heard this last time for me I always give this same amount of advice it's, it's basically what, ha- what helped me is it's the moment you realize that everything you do affects those around you change happens for the good because mm. that, that's what I was I blamed a lot of people for my missteps and mistakes but once I you know accepted that responsibility and understood hey if I make this left step it's going to affect everybody that's close that. to me you finally you know understood that it was you who it pulled the trigger yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes yes it ain't the person who gave me the gun no yeah. I actually the one who shot it you loaded it and you <laughs> shot it so um, you finally come you to know, touch with that yeah man you know I'm but that's hard kidding. for a lot of people man you know just accept yeah. their own responsibility and then you just got to be aware that you know people around you that love you and care about you everything you do affects them you know so, sure. so you know, shout out to a couple of people. Also, shout out to homie uh, Louis the singer. I know he was just a oh, man, Louis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I was with him last. 
Shouts to Louis. I can't, I can't talk about that story. We, we was up at a oh, Tiny no, B's no, birthday. Louis back out working hard though. He yeah, working man, hard. He's, he's in the ground running. You know, Louis, Louis, somebody mm-hmm. like that. Louis had some issues. You know, I, I interviewed him recently too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, we just want to tell him say what's up. You know, to Louis or whatever. Um, shout out to everyone that's been on the show recently. Uh, Louis the singer, play from playing skills. I know they back out there on the road. You know, trying to get some shit happen. Um, tight. Thank you for coming through. Uh, we the birds. So many people want to say what's up too. Thank y'all for rocking with us. I'm gonna drop my cat. App for part two of this interview, <laughs> y'all can take care of that. But I can't oh, wait man. to come back. I can't wait to come back. Just see, I, in the words of Kevin Hart, I have a check in and I have a savings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, we got to shout out the rest of our sponsors, of course, David Street Mercantile. Man, if y'all need anything, go to David Street Mercantile. These are some of the sweetest ladies you will ever meet in your life. If you need right. knickknack, patty wax, whatever you need. They got it over there. They got everything mm. from home goods, novelties, balloon arrangements. That's dope. Go ho- holler at them. Tell them Ray podcast candles. sent you. Yeah. They even teach you how to make a, a candle. That ain't our, our niche, probably. But, but yeah. yeah. They do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I think they're pretty easy to make. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, <laughs> it's like a hanging upside down type of thing. I think like the strings and then you put the wag, you dip in. I don't know. Now I'm lost. I think we should go to that class yeah. now. I think the next episode should be about making candles. <laughs> <laughs> Live on video. Let's make right. candles. Yeah, once, the, once, we, swing. once we get the cameras, I'm coming back. We're going to make fucking candles. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. it. That's, That's what I got. About Davis, I'm not playing with Let's y'all. We're it. gonna make fucking candles. I, no, we're doing it. That's what I got. That's what we're gonna do. We're doing we it. Get shit. the fucking cameras. I'm coming back. We're making fucking candles. We're All right. Uh, yes. All right. I love it. Also, shout out to uh, Bishop Arts Wellness and Recovery. You know what I'm saying? If you, you have any issues. Sponsor? You said what? You got another sponsor? Yeah, man. Nigga, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get I'm paid over here. You heard the song over here. <laughs> Dollar sign J-K-R-U-C. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you, Bishop Rice. Wellness and Recovery. You know what I'm saying? If you're having some neck pains, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, go see them. You know, you drank too much the night before. You need to get some fluids, IVs in your system. They'll do that for you, too. Oh, okay. If you're a lady, you want to get the... Uh, Hydrofacials, facials. Oh, all that okay. stuff. When you're all that stuff done, go, go see them. Tell them where they wax. You want to get a bikini wax? Nice. Yeah. All that stuff. All that, all that stuff that girls like. So, again, yeah, you know, thank you all so much for rocking with us on Ray Ray's podcast. We've got to give also a big shout out to the big homie, uh, uh, Ken, for Special K Visions, mm-hmm. coming through shooting. You know what I'm saying? You'll see these pictures up, you know, here shortly. Uh, well, shit, you're already going to see them up when this fucking episode is out. So, yeah. whatever. Yeah, because what do you guys do? Like, you're, what are the week ahead? Something like that. We're a little backlogged. All right. All right. We're a little backlogged. But you'll see it or whatever. So, again, Thank y'all for rocking with us as right, always. So, wait, before we go, if I have a podcast, y'all gonna come on? on? Hey, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yes. No doubt. All right. All right. I've been thinking about it. Let's rock and roll. Well, let's talk about that off the air. We're gonna maybe get some chill. Put some smoke in the ear. All right. Kind of brainstorm. Yeah. Here, and, uh, All right. Put some smoke in the ear. That's what I'm talking about. All right, man. This is another edition of Ray Ray's Podcast. It's your boy, Ray. And uh, swipe left, Ray. And the girl, Ray, who wasn't here today. Amanda Ray. Yeah. Shout out to Amanda Ray. Shout out to Amanda. Yeah. Amanda. Yeah, I got a funny video. I'll show y'all by her in a second or whatever. So, uh, yo, thanks for rocking with us. You know what I'm saying? Straight from Jim Studios. We out this bad boy.